0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show! This
1: is Brightside Home Theater.
0: How
2: dare you. How dare you? Are we recording yet? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're oh. in the
1: green room, my friend. We oh, are. In. Let me.
2: Then let then let me get my face on. There you go. How <laughs> dare you?
1: What's your name again? Oh, dare. <laughs> I can't believe your little initials down there. I have no idea who I'm talking to right now.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Oh god.
1: All right. Let's get N- it and out you of you know.
2: Way. And you know. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. You've been to school before, right? No, <laughs> isn't that evident? <laughs> if you show a weakness, correct, people will be all over that. You showed a weakness mm-hmm. because DJ has a heart and DJ, yeah. DJ has a soul and DJ cares about his guests and how he portrays himself. So, and you were like, "Oh, if this had been two years ago, but it was still, it was killing you. It did. I couldn't let that go. Like, if you had been like flipping about it, like, yeah, suck it up." But DJ's sweet, right? So, right.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to press on the
2: weak. So, That's so I had fun. to. I'm, I'm yeah. like, all right. Mm-hmm. He showed a weakness. I I gotta give. I gotta razz him a little oh. bit. But, no, yeah. I, I think the the only time there was maybe just like a little like what the, what the heck and like it had to be during the when you it first right, heard it, right? <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah the, like, the, the the Steve George, and then you came back to um, then you came back to John because now you're hunting. And then you yeah. kept saying, Andrew, or maybe it was John, maybe it was Andrew. And I think I was walking during it. I was like, I, a lot of times I'll listen to the three-hour podcast. I'll, I'll walk a lot. <laughs> and, uh, and so, I, you know, it would have been funny to, I, I know what I was doing. I was just laughing, but inter- I was internalizing, like, like not upset, just like, this is so funny. And, man, I've got, I've got so much traction out of that. Yeah. Like, I've got so much uh, airtime. <laughs> out of, out of just a small, I'm like, I hope DJ makes a mistake on my, uh, on my, uh, like on my, what I want to say, like, because of me a few times, because yeah. I mean, I've, I've gained a lot of air time over that just silly little thing. So, you know, I was like, stretch it out, stretch, stretch it, it out. Stretch out. It yeah. Out. No, That's right. it's,
1: it, it, it's just such a, it was such a funny thing. Cause it's like what compounded it was. The way I record, like John and I record our podcast, right? Right. And it, now that you're in the green room and you know you you see, you get to see the everything, sure, right? And yeah. so we stop, and then I drop in Steve. Sometimes early on, when Steve first started a few months ago, I'd record with Steve on like a Saturday or a Sunday before hmm. I recorded with John, so I knew exactly what we. I was like, oh, and and I'd wait for those nuggets until after that segment and say, hey, Steve and I just talked about this, but. Lately, just because of scheduling, I've we're rec- Steve and I are recording like on Wednesdays. This week we recorded on a Thursday. Yeah, that's it's really, really late everyone's right? time. Yeah, sure. yeah. So I had no idea when I made the mistake with Steve. I had already recorded with John a couple days earlier, so <laughs> I had already talked up like this great conversation that I had had with. So that was already in my mind. And when I saw his face, I was like, Oh no. I was like, it's the wrong person. And now, and now, you know, like, I mean, you guys, anybody that's listening to me long enough, once I, it could be like George Lucas. Right. And once I forget something in my head and it's so, and when it's supposed to be super obvious, it's like my filing cabinet just explodes in my head. Like, ha ha. Now you're never finding that piece of it. Like a deck of <laughs> cards.
2: Like, <laughs> yes, yes, confetti.
1: exactly. And it's like, and I'll be sitting there and, and, and I, George Lucas is perfect. Cause I'm like, I don't think it's happened with him, but it will be somebody like a, or a James Cameron where I, and now you just sit there and you start to panic. You get the sweats and you go, you go, Oh, and you're on a podcast. So, you know, you're like, Oh no. Oh no. Like,
2: like, like, are you saying if it was the wrong director? Like, no, I'll Avatar literally forget. Oh, and his I'll name. look at
1: John and go, who directed Terminator 2? <laughs> and he'll be like, Cameron? And you're like, yeah. thank yeah, yeah. you. But it's just, you get that mind block because you panic. Early on, John and I used to edit that stuff out. Oh. I'd be like, yeah. because you were so... Because, well, you're trying to create a rapport with your audience. You're trying right. to create a And you want to show expertise, which yes. you
2: have. But if you forget a name, it doesn't sound like you know what what you're talking
1: about exactly and especially early on we all do it and that that was like years ago so now i'm like i just you know i I lean into it and what we found and what you discover when you're doing a podcast like this the more you lean into it the more response you get the more human you are people love people love it when you make a mistake there's no doubt about it it's like mistakes are way more entertaining than it is to be like have a mistake-free show that just goes all the way through and gets factual and blah blah blah. And at the end of it, that's called the newscast. You want that? Right. Watch five o'clock news, six o'clock news. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. You, you want mistakes? Come to Brightside Home Theater. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah, the, exactly. It just makes it more. It just makes it more real. And yeah, yeah. And 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 it's fun to just follow the the speed bumps as as it happens. So yeah,
1: yeah. and it, I love your response the the one you put out you put it on twitter you put it in the green room <laughs> i want to make sure you saw did you write did you make a bumper sticker put it on your car
2: too <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like,
0: that's you know an idea
2: <laughs> yeah well i was thinking like you know i could just razz or like oh no let me start this with this is not how i this is not how i train my children but i'm gonna yeah. fail and right yeah how dare you do that to me do as
1: i say not as i do i'm gonna tear this guy apart yeah, um yeah.
2: Did you hear But again, this week's it was all because you showed yet? it was all because you showed weakness, not because I'm really right. upset. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: First, first rule of leadership never show them that you're weak. Um, <laughs> did you
2: hear this week's prog- podcast yet? I mean I so have it, seen a lot of it, but I'm what I'm nervous is you said you put a graphic on the screen.
1: Yeah. Is there something just, no, it's the same thing you had. It's I just put a nice yellow, oh, it's you over did? our heads. Aw, yep. that's yep.
2: so cute. Yeah. All right, so I'll be ready to see that. I saw most. Let me see. I didn't, know. okay, I saw up to, because I watched some of the Green Room stuff, right? So I kind of watched it maybe a little bit out of order. Um, yeah. I watched all of the Todd's, but then you, you ended up, that was a separate segment. So I saw all of Todd's, Todd Anderson's, and then, because um, it all kind of came out the same time in the Green Room, uh, yeah, no, day or two. And then I, I'm almost all the way through uh, Steve George. I'm, there might be 20 minutes left of Steve George, maybe including green room stuff so most of that so i haven't seen when you go back to john okay so i've seen um, up to john steve george and then Yeah. well
1: i yeah. made the comment like i i think i did it earlier you might have heard it where i said we call it i'm it's now it's got its own term yeah like
2: i brocked it You're gonna brock
1: i brocked which is it hel-
2: it's hilarious because um for whatever reason i was um i wasn't i don't know easy punching bag i don't know like maybe it's because i don't me? let it get to me <laughs> Yeah, just like in in, in school right so oh, that yeah. term that y- like that's an that, it's funny because it reminded me people would say that don't oh, Brock no. that or i don't know i guess there's like one syllable of brock like yeah. it, I, it has been used in the past by my by my friends like growing up and i don't know i just <laughs> thought it was funny so it wasn't there like didn't and i think that's maybe why i was easy to not pick on but like tease because it's like did i trigger a peep? funny ptsd or something yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, maybe like oh now we've gone too far <laughs> don't, yeah, say no. don't say that no yeah rocket that's yeah that's that's very that's very funny so it'll be right up there with now did you did you guys coin the term you probably didn't but i don't know if i've heard it before you guys what's that uh, uh i i uh, let me say it right um to, to shawshank it like oh, i almost yeah, got shawshank Sh- no we
1: didn't coin that that's shawshank oh, okay. and something is when you me- get shawshanked just, you're you just have like, to watch it. Yeah. you like, you're flipping the channels and next mm-hmm. thing you, you had no, no intentions whatsoever. And next thing mm-hmm. you know, you're like, it's on, well, it. that's it. Okay. And it's yep. like, I really call it when I'm like flipping the channels and it's like, so I'll be upstairs in the living room or it, it this happened to me oh, about, about a month ago, about 1130 quarter of 12 at night. And I'm in bed and I'm flipping the channels. My wife's like asleep next to me. And all of a sudden, I'm like flipping the channels. Do, 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 do. I don't remember. Oh, I do know the movie it was. Do, 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 do. Oh, okay. I get up out of bed. I'm putting my clothes on next to the bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> my wife looks at me she goes, What are you doing? I'd leaned over to my phone, hit the power button on the Harmony remote, Kaleidoscape on. Boop, 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 boop. So I know everything's t- powering up on my way. I get up, quarter of 12. <laughs> she goes, Where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to go watch predator because <laughs> you, because you saw
2: three seconds of it. There's no way you could, you can't like, watch it in
1: bed. R- you got to go right watch on it. Your, right. And i right. like, and that's, exactly. that's Shawshank right there. Okay. I got Shawshank yeah. right out of
2: bed. It's and, funny. I've never heard that term, but I knew instantly really? when I heard you guys say it, yeah. I knew what it meant. I knew oh, what oh, it yeah. meant because I, I do it too, especially with Shawshank. So yeah, I mean, I, well, that's where it came from.
1: Yeah. It's because everybody okay. would watch. It's such a great movie that you just, you go, right. Yeah. You can't, you can't scroll past Shawshank Redemption,
2: right? Do you want to do you want to see something amazing? Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> for an audio
1: podcast, sure. Yes, well,
2: <laughs> green you know, room this people. you know provide value for the green room.
1: Yeah, there you go. What's that? Uh, back it up. It's that's way yeah, out there. Oh, the that. Shawshank
0: tree.
2: Okay, here we go. Oh wow, the Shawshank tree
1: was what is that? It's like a business card with signatures. That was
2: with yeah with. A certification because the Shawshank tree fell down due to a lightning storm. I don't know a few years back, a decade back. I don't know. Oh wow! And guess what? Now they make wood. Oh wow! So pens. they make pens or jewelry yeah. or whatever. So I have a Shawshank pen. Yeah. From that, I haven't, wow. I haven't used it. It just kind of sits in a is little. Is that the tree from the
1: movie? They're saying the, that, the, the, the actual nope. tree in the movie that got right that they buried the money under, right? Something like that. Exactly. At yeah. the end. So yeah, it's the tree.
2: With, oh, right? But so, you know, it has like a, a, you know, it's number on it and yeah, no, it's the actual tree. Well, let's say this. I don't know for sure, but I don't think they could go right. to the, this extent and totally lie about it without getting in trouble. Some and I guy, think if you, some guy with a <laughs> printer and a two by four in his garage, yeah. <laughs> wherever that is, you're probably closer to that tree, wherever it is. Yeah, it's up in Maine. If I, if I go and it's there, well, it was, yeah, if it's I know. there right now. I'm upset. Yeah, I want my money yeah, back from my. Pen. Yeah, 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 but I don't think so because a lot of people are doing it. Because if you're just making little pins and little jewelry, that's yeah. going to last a long time. You yeah, know? so that's I, pretty. I just cool. thought that was so cool. I, I had to, I had to have that. So it just kind of sits here in my office until my theater room's ready, and then it will find a place in the theater room.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah. that. That is an awesome piece of memorabilia from right. From a yeah. movie that you wouldn't think there would ah. be a lot
2: of memorabilia for, right? right. Yeah, it's um, it, it's it, maybe it, a, Re- a Rita Hayworth poster and um and a pen. yeah
1: yeah it, it's yeah. I mean, um what was his name, the one that hung himself?
2: Uh, uh Red um, Red Brooks Red. Brooks yeah no not Red because Red, Red Red is Morgan Freeman um, um, Brooks Brooks was here Brooksy.
1: yeah Brooks yeah. was here I, right I, I forget it's, the actor
2: but. Yeah,
1: it's like that beam. <laughs> it, like if you could find that and but <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that it's such a um but you it's th- an amazing is, I mean there's movie. the Bible.
2: What's there's that? the Bible. Yep. I mean you can get on Etsy and there's the Bible with the uh the rock hammer mm-hmm. cut out of it. Yep. So there are little things like that. And you know that's what I like like uh memorabilia or t-shirts or hats or whatever that say like um I don't know that say uh, may the force be with you, and then it says Star Wars, or it says um I don't know where where it it gives a slogan or a saying or some yeah. tagline from that movie, but then it says where it's from. I hate those. Ah. <laughs> if if they don't know what it means, right? Then they're not worthy of me explaining it, well, and have, that sounds horribly mean. But have I you don't seen care. my T-shirts? Bright side home theater with the triangle.
1: Yeah. But have you seen the couple, I have a couple with sayings on the back. Oh yeah, yes, I have. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, absolutely, they're
1: the, like, they're the sayings that would go with like, hey, ask me about my bright side home, you know, go ahead, make my day. That right. type and of thing. And then you thing. don't, you don't, ha- you don't
2: need to explain it. And if right. I have to explain it, it's not going to, exactly. you're not even going to care. Exactly. You're not going to care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like this pen or even that, you know, a Bible with the anvil. Like if you have to ask. And speaking of that, so uh, I, I didn't get into, we didn't. There was still stuff I, we didn't get into from the from the last one, but we'll find out how relevant some of that stuff is this time. But it's, whole what dinner, doing, it's always relevant. <laughs> all right. Well, one thing I am doing in my stairwell. So if you remember, uh, the stairwell, it, it's upstairs. So so my center was going to be upstairs. It's a detached building. If you don't know what I'm talking about, make sure you go to, go back to episode one. Go back to John five Pratt.
1: episodes ago or mm-hmm. some, uh, five takeover Tuesdays ago.
2: Yeah. But no, there's, there, yeah, there was some, there's some, there's some fun stuff for sure in there. But so I have a detached building where I'm building my, my cinema, my home theater. And so there's going to be a stairwell that goes up to it. Once you're in the room, I'm not kind of doing what a lot of people do. And what you do is have a lot of the memorabilia in it. It's going to try to be pretty clean. Right. I don't know if I would have gone that way, except my wife is like decor and like, Clean, like yeah. clean lines, no clutter was really her thing. Like, okay, you know, do and if I'm getting a kaleidoscape and a trinoff and my uh focal speakers and um
1: <laughs> if she's allowing it, you mean? <laughs> right. If, if she if, gets if, the, that's, the paint color.
2: <laughs> if that's going through, guess what? Paint color's up to you, You're decor's right. up to you, clean lines are up to you. As long as the front is at least black velvet, like you can't I don't right. paint the thing bright yellow. But um right, so 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 the, the theater room itself is gonna be pretty clean. So that limits me because I like, you know, memorabilia and just stuff to kind of get you in the mood. So going up the stairs, what I'm gonna have is a lot of things like that where uh for as much as possible does not say the name of the movie. But if you're a theater person and the, but in, in that environment, I will be like, oh no, this is from this and this and this. So the pen will be in there, even though that's not really from the movie. Um, but I have things like um, like I bought the Groundhog Day. Ooh. clock the flip clock the panasonic the, yeah, I, don't remember the I know number. What you're ta- we'll yeah, call it, it the, it's the old school digital clocks right digital yeah it's it's printed right it just flips down yeah
1: my parents and, had one of those in their bedroom and in their nightstand went the way it was the headboard okay yeah, it went yeah. all the way across the headboard and it was in uh-huh. the middle so when I had to, when I was a little kid and they'd be like, put you down for a nap in the middle of the yep. day, I'd go in there and I'd stare at that because I didn't want to sleep, right? Little kids don't want to and it would nap. Flick, and I'd just, just, just watch flick. it go toink, <laughs> minute by minute. Go take a nap for an hour. So, you know, once a day, I'm watching this 60 times.
2: <laughs> yeah. So little things like that with, you know, so it's a white Panasonic and it's a specific brand. And by the way, why don't you go to eBay sometime and look, you could get even a non-working Groundhog Day Panasonic—it's not a six hundred four, but whatever it is, um, is—they're hundreds of dollars. It, it, unless you can, you know, hunt for them. But and then every other Panasonic that's like that, or every other flip old flip one—they're—they're they're like twenty dollars or fifteen dollars, maybe. Do they 50 have a little MP three
1: player in them that just plays that song?
2: <laughs> yeah, you would think. You would think it'd have Sonny and Cher blasting, right. it out, but but because they know they can get it right, because right. they're not making more of these, so. um but I'm gonna uh, break a pencil. Cause remember that's what you did on the on the first night. Yeah. So I'm gonna break a pencil and super glue it to the top. But they're just gonna just stuff like that, like like stuff from. I probably Star Wars is not even like like that. That would take up everything if I did Star Wars. So yeah. Just just things from kind of some some really good movies and it, like, it doesn't even have to be action. Like I'm probably going to put something from sound of music up there and, mm-hmm. and j- just memorabilia going k- kind of your journey. You're, you're like, you know, it's a small world and you take a journey through the different lands. So this will just be a journey. Like I'm probably going to get the, uh, um, the Kings, the Kings of old, the, uh, like the book, the ends that has the King from um uh, from Lord of the Rings. Right. Yeah. The, when, okay. when they're, when they're passing, when, you know, the two Kings that are, the statues yeah, right? yeah the yeah. gigantic the, the 200 they, feet high ones yeah. i forget who would i think one of them is um isn't one of them
1: aren't uh, they there? like
2: if aragorn's if see, yeah
1: it's something like that I, We I see the them in of the rings kings. of don't didn't we see them in rings of power
2: i don't know i'm waiting to watch those oh yeah you i haven't, haven't seen them, them yet uh, yeah <laughs> but but so you know what i mean when, when yeah, they're in yeah. their boat right and, and and they pass by this portal this this, this and they're going to the land Um, I don't know if it was the river or whatever land they're passing into, but they make book, they make book ends out of those statues. So just things like that as you go up the stairs. And then once you enter it, it'll be a little bit cleaner, but you know, just a little bit of fun as you, as you, and it kind of kind of preps you for you know, the adventure, the journey, Know where
1: you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nelson, he was, he's been on the podcast. Uh, he was one of my first theaters that I featured when I, Put them on my website and he had he has since moved he actually lives closer to me now and i yet still haven't been able to get down there to see him but he rebuilt his whole theater he built a new theater and where he is now but his other one had a lobby including oh. it even had the um he had the theater rope velvet uh-huh. red velvet uh-huh. theater rope all the his memorabilia theater, yeah. was on the outside and yeah. It, I remember when he did that, when I saw it, I was like, this is what I want. And my house isn't capable of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I have kids. I couldn't design mine that way. So mine started out with the clean look. And over the year, I just, years, I just liked the memorabilia. So that's where it sure, goes. Sure, it's fun. Absolutely. But my next one, I would absolutely, if, if it's possible, that's what, I love the clean, stealthy look. I don't even want to see speakers. But I know right. a lot of people like, I mean, speakers are a work of art but I want to do literally like you don't see a single speaker. You don't see a subwoofer or anything. You just walk in the room and go, Oh, okay. And then when all the sound comes on, I always found that so impressive when you went to a theater and you couldn't see anything, but you were just inundated with this experience, you know, and that that was always fun to me.
2: uh, Right. And I mean, mean, uh, when I did the M wave up in Kansas city and I did a home theater tours few of them had that and i you know, of course with YouTube and, uh, you know, you have someone on your website, you know, uh, ones that have done that where they have the ability to, you know, have a room just outside hmm. and, and make like just a lobby out of it. Yeah. I mean, a perfect place for like a pinball or an arc- little arcade cabinet or, yeah. you know, just something to, to like recreate that. I would love that, but I literally on mine, I have a front you don't call it a foyer just like a little square patch and then you walk up the stairs so but i have seen some that have some i mean even people and you can find this out out there on youtube i can give you the the guy's name but he even has a little guest book a sign in book oh, he gives geez. you a he gives you a ticket because it's about to be an experience he gives you a ticket and then he takes your picture and your picture is added to his wall of people that have been in his theater and that what an experience wow. i mean i mean that's He's committed number one, and that's fun for everyone. You're taking your picture. You're going to be up on the wall, kind of like you know when you go into a restaurant and right. you know they cut they cut your tie and put it on the wall or, yeah. or whatever. It's just you become part like of that this idea. room. Yeah, and and you sign the guest book. Just little things like that. Like
1: I should do for, that for my next yeah. theater. I should do that. I should do that for like anybody. Because I. You know, I yeah. wanted to do, and I I would love to do, but now we're hosting my parents. We're gonna have an in-law apartment, so I don't know if it'll fly. Oh, but I literally talked about it with my wife. R and I talked about it. This was probably eight months ago or so. Airbnb with a theater and like peep, a destination type thing where you'd be like, you get to stay, enjoy the theater, yeah. do that, you know, and be like. And my wife's like, "Who the hell would want to do that?" I go who cares if nobody does it, we have the theater. If they want to do it, it'd
2: be stressful though. Cause then you have strangers around your equipment. Yes stressful.
1: and no, but it's like, but it, I would run it that it would be, I mean that the goal has always been of mine to have it be simple to use. Right. For yeah. my kids. Uh-huh.
2: So, so it'd be your house, but people that would pay a mm-hmm. fee to come over and watch a movie mm-hmm. or have an event. Right. Like I could theater. do it in yeah.
1: this house right here because I have a, a I have a walkout basement. Um, mm-hmm. the design of the house is such that you could literally just be like, I could turn this whole basement into a theater lobby and put a pull out couch and be like, or even put its own master bath, a bath, a bed, and blah 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 blah. And you could mm-hmm. stay here. And I could, I, I designed the whole thing with my wife. Mm-hmm. I we talked about it. Um, it would have been, and we would have put in it was the around the idea of putting on the addition, right? And then she's like, but. We wanted, a bi- we wanted to add a bathroom to the basement, so we, we would have done that anyways. We, all the things we, w- we wanted to put a little kitchenette so that you could just walk out to the pool area and have that, not have to use the upstairs. So that was already done. So the next step is just to be like, make it possible for somebody to even just sleep down there and just enjoy it, right? So, and we're in the middle of nowhere. Who's going to come here for that reason? Oh, they get conventions in town airbnb people use airbnbs for all sorts of reasons right sure and i'm like if nobody uses it it doesn't cost us anything it's all stuff we want and would do anyways right Right. and then it's like if they do use it it's just extra it's like okay somebody's gonna pay us for it
2: well cool. and if you're doing it for a profit you just found a way to get a tax write-off for your theater room well yeah it that too exactly so well it, plus this i mean i know this is right this podcast which of uh you know uh has the potential to to make um you know uh a, a profit right so this combined with if you combine it with airbnb dude you can really make that a tax write off and it be legit now well yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not ha- i'm not your tax man but i'm I, I i right being aggressive on your taxes is not against the law it's expected Yeah. So yeah, you could totally do that.
1: (laughs) No, I, yeah, there are ways and you, it would take me a while to get anywhere near that. And that's not what I would do it for. I just do it for the fun, but now with the podcast and meeting people and talking with people, it's like, I have no qualms with somebody being like, that's, you know, if you're in my green room and I've met you, I've talked to you, that's part of the development of all this. Be like hit me up, come on down and hang out. Right. But it's like, now if I have the ability, I like what you're talking about. Like have a sign in with I mean, it'd be fun,
2: but yeah, I'll, I'll send you some links for some good videos uh, mm. of people that have done that. He actually, he has a D box in his, Oh, he and does. It's, it's a tricked uh. out. And, and he, he's a rep too. I mean, he knows yeah. what he's doing. Well, and his, his friends are engineers in the business too. So, I mean, they have, it's not just a D box. They have, they have it hooked up to wind and, i think even some oh, lighting like a full like 4d theater experience so yeah in and, his and home? He's a really cool guy that's awesome yeah in his home that's
1: but uh insane. yeah so
2: he i mean he put he's put a lot of effort and work into it and um and but very personal guy he was actually at m wave he uh i think he's a rep with um maybe the maybe jtr speakers which they, like i said they have graphics they have uh they have advertisements in um, AB Nirvana. I want to say he's connected to JTR as okay. one of their sales reps. But so so he's just yeah, he, he has a lot of stuff and I got a lot of ideas from him even though I can't really go to his extent because dang it, these people with basements. Is yours a basement? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That just
1: it, it's uh, a whole it no offense, it takes it to another level because you have I mean not I mean no pun intended. I shouldn't say offense, but it takes it uh, to another level because you have a whole floor available to you from I, you know, you when, can,
2: it's just a matter of how much you can uh, convince the wife to utilize for it.
1: Well, it really like what I did for mine, it's basically a quarter of my basement. So the way you design a basement here is unless you pay extra money and you do a steel beam, you're going to have lally columns down the middle. So you'll have that beam and then not like lally, lally column. So that's what you get a wall there. So depending on the width of your house, that's what's going to depend on your theater if you design your basement right and when i see design it's really when you're building the house it's you have to make sure that they put all the heating units and every in the oil all that stuff anything that they're using for the house it has to go into one place like one side of the house Mm -hmm. and mine is all down one end of the house so that the other end is completely bare so when when we first moved in i came down the stairs and it was just wide open there was nothing, and you saw at one end of and the then, house,
2: and a tear came down DJ's. Oh no! It was,
1: yeah, it's like I. I designed it. I was like, I, "This is what I want to do." Um, the only thing I didn't have, the knowledge I didn't have that I have now, is the um, the room within a room and how to mm-hmm. do it. Okay, yeah. um, it can be done in a in a basement like this. I have like okay. seven and a half foot ceilings here, but then. But if you stagger things right, you can do the ceiling. You can actually separate the ceiling from the floor joices. You just create, mm-hmm. you stagger the joices separately, and you can literally be off by a half an inch between your ceiling and the next floor joice. And still. And that be can stable. make
2: such a difference.
1: It would. But oh. my whole thing right now with, you know, my ignorance at the time, my I'm two, two layers of sheetrock right into the floor joices, right? My, wa- well, my main wall that my screen is on is actually attached to a joist. So you have a whole wall attached to a joist. All of my walls all the way around the room are attached, are, are like tacked into the joists. So, that, so that, that
2: vibration is just, yeah. here I come. Oh yeah, everything. And then <laughs> so, the
1: entire left side of the room, that is the beam and it goes right into the beam. So the support hmm. for the yeah. entire house is, it's just that all that base just goes yeah. boom, 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 right yeah. through the house. Yeah. Right. So you, I mean, you could, but it, it's funny. I mean, it, 20 years later, reading, learning, listening, all of this stuff. I'm like, I, I was very, very close, probably about six months ago to just not even six months ago. I think it was thinking like three months ago, literally tearing the room apart just for fun even knowing I was going to be building a room someday again, I looked at my son. I go, do you want to do this? I go, we could tear this apart and put it back together in probably a month.
2: And he's, a, and I'm like, for, for for the purpose of like soundproofing or just soundproofing
1: and literally, you know, blanks and giggles just to do yeah. it. I would, yeah. what I was going to do is like, I have my media room is at the back of the screen. Okay. It's at the wall mm-hmm. that's behind the screen. I was going to flip the whole thing around. I was going to put the screen at the other end the way i wanted it originally but i couldn't because my wall was literally it was a tv so i didn't have the space um but anyways and then put the projector in the media room so you take the projector sure. right out of the room you keep in heat, that heat the heat out of the sound room, the, everything yep. keep the sound everything just completely redesign the room and uh but again it's one of my son's like no because he's the one that's going to get he's uh-huh. like i don't uh-huh. care <laughs> i like it yeah, the way you're... it is i'm like okay All right. Yeah. But I, that would have just been fun for me. I would absolutely love that. just to be like, let's start, you know, get a dumpster, tear it apart and build it anew. And
2: so if you're, if you end up building new, let's just speak it into existence. When
0: Mm -hmm. you, uh,
2: when you, when, when you build new, how much of a, uh, you get to play around with the basement height. Like you say, can you give me eight and a half feet or can you give me nine?
1: Yeah yeah Uh, uh, my buddy did it for his house um it's funny he has a house very similar same foundation dimensions as mine and it's funny it's we don't have big houses mine's uh 24 26 36 his is 26 36 and um but he went with a 9 10 foot i think he went 10 Mm. foot because he wanted to put Mm. a gym down there so he 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 and he brought in. He put in the steel beam, so he has no lally columns and all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But it looks funny. You drive by it on the street, and it's like it's still the same width and height. Is but the
2: foundation is taller, so it actually looks and like a know. basketball
1: player. <laughs> it's like it's right. a really you know tall house there. sticking out of the ground.
2: Right. It's oh, okay. Funny. So they so they don't go lower depth. They raise. No, the house no. High. Your
1: depth is pretty. You can't go too low because okay. of
2: water tables and
1: yep. stuff. Got it. Got right? it. Right. So yeah. you just pour. You pour a a taller foundation. If you want to to disguise it, his property wouldn't allow it because just the way the property was, he didn't bring in. He doesn't have a walkout basement. His thing is in the ground and then it comes out. My house is literally above the ground. okay? Okay. The original, my basement floor is a foot above the original grade. And then if you look at my house from the street, it looks like it's just street and then yard right to my front door. But at the pitch is downhill the whole way. So yep. all that is material. That's my septic system. That's material brought in to make it look even. Um I did all that So I, out I, of I, your
2: basement you can walk outside.
1: Yep. I walk yeah. It's dead even right out to the pool out of that's my cool. basement. So yeah. and then from behind my yard, it goes downhill even more. Right. So that's kind of the way the pitch went. Um So when I'm designing this house, when we, when first I got to find a piece of land, once that's done and I, we, we get it surveyed and I know what I can, what depths I have. I can say, all right, when we're pouring this foundation, I want, and it costs you nothing like next to nothing to add a couple of feet because all it is, is just concrete on top. So what is it going to cost you? Maybe an extra, say it costs you a thousand dollars extra for that concrete but now your house is a little bit taller and it doesn't change the wood. It doesn't change anything. It just gives you a little bit more height. Um, and that's
2: huge. I mean, that's in
1: it for, for guys like us, huge. that's a big deal. Right. Yeah. And it, and like, cause that enables me to my ceiling is different option. Yeah. I'm just thinking a nine foot ceiling so that I can have mm-hmm. like eight and a half in the room or something like that. And mm-hmm. give me yeah, cause some Because Once options. you
2: account for the room within a room and separating it mm-hmm. and then deciding if you want the riser, if you want that second row or whatever, um, yeah yeah getting that nine foot that's that's a big deal
1: yeah so and, and what's funny is like this whole house and, and not a joke i mean i'm talking about it with my parents my wife everybody knows it's all designed i mean around if you design it around you starting okay. with a foundation it's designed around the theater you're okay with <laughs> it's that it's like i'm like oh yeah what they're getting a house yeah. out of it <laughs> right yeah. you know it's like yeah. everything above the the theater is gonna be you know okay let's talk about what do we want for kitchens and th- that's the normal conversation yeah. but
2: i but this will, is being built on the foundation of a, of theater, a theater literally yes.
1: quite literally yeah. so yeah that's cool yeah
2: yeah yeah so
1: it'll be awesome. fun. It's gonna be fun but um how was Cedia? How was meeting Todd? Speaking of great room, you have you seen Todd's? Have you seen any of his stuff? I didn't videos. Go to Cedia. What's I wasn't that? Not Cedia. Don't start. I didn't with go to me. Cedia. Don't start with me. I saw the pictures. <laughs> I'm not gonna break into the <laughs> right. Sweats. It's gonna hard. I'm standing. Do I got in the, the next wrong the guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go um, ahead. Go ahead. You're saying
1: no. <clears throat> we're talking about um, like uh, lobbies. Oh, my throat! I just got something stuck in my throat.
2: Just drink, yeah. drink, it I know you know. Mm-hmm. So, I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk as a <laughs> DJ swallows here, yeah, exactly. Keep you all company. So,
1: um, no, uh, have you seen his like lobby area in his theater area?
2: He's I have got, not. He's is a pinball a... collector,
1: so he's got pinball
2: oh. machines. He's got is, is he does he do the base hunters? Yes, okay. So, yeah. I've seen things glowing in the background. That's his pinball of that. He's got a beautiful, okay. he's
1: got a great theater, he's got a great like. I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's his basement as well. Has
2: he done a tour of it? Mm. It's got to be out there, right? Like, he's got to brag about it at some point. I've seen it, but I think I've seen it through him. I'm not sure if he had a tour.
1: I didn't go oh. to it. I am I just, I know, I when I've had
2: him on, he's moved the camera around and stuff, but um, he's, he's got a tour, unless he doesn't want it. If he's private, no, it, no,
1: no. Because I, I, I want to do, I want to host him on HT tours. I want, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure he's, I'm pretty sure he's on EV Nirvana because they do tours. You can, you can host right. your theater in there too. They'll do that. Yeah, on maybe Nirvana. he has just, in, but he's in got a great, or... a great lobby area and That's it's cool. very colorful and stuff. I've
2: always been envious of that one too. That's I love pinball games. Um, and I'd, I'd be more apt to maybe do one, but. I could see me getting bored of a pinball machine. Yeah. for a couple and then you want a new one, right? Like when you go to an arcade or you know a retro right. arcade, you want to make your way through them all. So I'm like if there was a company where you could rotate pinball machines like Netflix, yeah. you know, send that one back, get another one and maybe that does exist, like some high-end thing, you know, where you could just rotate and go through <laughs> That would be so cool.
1: John, when you when you have that much money, you don't need the rental. You just buy them and then get a new one and get rid of the other one. I guess. One.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess you could just buy them. You know it,
1: what I mean? Like if you have enough money, one. you don't care about where it goes after you're done with it.
2: <laughs> and they're hard to maintain. Well, not hard. They're difficult to maintain. They're um they they can be a headache. Oh, really? Like just like just the balls and and just keeping everything lubed and and yeah. balanced and all that. So they they're way harder than say just the average video um, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Video game cabinet. Um, especially if it's more of a precise higher end, it yeah. takes, it, it takes more effort to, to keep it, you know, cause dust will get on it and then that can just screw up the ball and the, and the flappers and all that. But if you know how to do that, it's not really, it's not like it's rocket science, but that was right. the only thing that was kind of deterring me from getting one. But I want video games. I want
1: to, I, I want two full mm-hmm. size real like a, like a Pac-Man and a Space Invaders or something so like nothing, that.
2: So nothing, no multi-cade, you just want mm-hmm. like... Just no, I couple. want the original, like the real no, yeah. deal. Mm-hmm.
1: Just like what we had yeah. when we were kids. And you'd yeah. go to, you know, wait in the lobby and you'd play a game or something like that. And, and just be like...
2: So it'd d- be, you'd, you'd do Pac-Man or did you do Pac-Man or Ms. Pac-Man? No, Pac-Man.
1: Really? The original. I think they got to go with the fun, original. That's a little... And yeah. I wasn't even a huge Pac-Man player. I just know that that's the yeah. original, and I just love the idea of it sitting there. And I would play yeah. it. Not Galaga? a ton, but what's, what's Galaga?
2: that? Galaga, you know, where you know the know, the, you know, yeah. the tractor
1: beam comes. Batman is you know, playing Galaga. Through. Thought nobody noticed, right. but we did. Yep, <laughs> I know that one. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, no, I, I think either Space Invaders, Asteroids. Okay. Asteroids, Asteroids yeah. would be fun because it's so basic. Mm-hmm. so much fun and it's just mm-hmm. so it, it it's more about the and that's the thing about something like that it's like it's more about the aesthetics of it just being there when you walk in now the would it's you not want so much... a
2: cabinet style or the head-to-head like the cocktail where you can go because those are retro i mean those are old too yeah. you know head-to-head where you sit down the table no, and you can play no i want the retro okay like just the, the, stand-up, the stand-up stand-up cabinet. one where you yeah. put your little mm-hmm.
1: coin in and you go sure. you know and play yep. and um yeah, just well, absolutely. you'll have room for
2: it now. I mean, you're hopefully, building your house around it.
1: Hopefully, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Make it happen. Um, Got to make it happen. Yeah, it's so. so uh, we'll see. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, so yes, I, I did meet Todd at yeah. CEDIA. That was really cool. So, and it's it's sad, but so I I was hoping to see him. There's thousands. I don't know how many thousands, tons of people there. Right, yeah. just it's enormous in an enormous you know ballrooms not even you know it's a trade show area it's just yeah absolutely huge convention center so and you know i have this problem sometimes with faces so i'm like okay hopefully i can see him so like let's memorize i know what he looks like but i you know looked at his picture and i don't know what he's going to be wearing so i can't look at his clothes i'm just like staring i think i'll recognize him i think i'll recognize him and then uh i can't really i could tell he looked like he's probably a little bit you know on the taller side so i'm like okay well, Hopefully I'll run into him just so I can get my picture, send it to yeah. DJ. Um, and, uh, and, and then, he, and he, he was, he was folding up all of his gear and, and camera and he was about ready to, you know, go to his next segment because he stayed busy the whole time. I'm like, yeah. so he's, I probably sounded like I totally knew him or he totally knew me. And he might've been like, wow, should I know this guy already? I don't know. Cause I was just like, Hey Todd, Hey, let's get your, my picture. Uh, and then I think I mentioned, you know, Brightside home, you know, Brightside home theater with, dj and uh you know I, I said if i ran i was going to look for you and run into you so then he was like oh okay that's you know plus he, he probably runs into people you know that know him just from Avian maybe yeah. and stuff so he probably wasn't totally creeped out by it um and then we just started talking you know where he lives what he's doing where he's going next and what you know the 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 trade show there and and just the different stuff that he that he had done up to that point and uh so no it was it was really good um uh kind of gave you some ideas of uh you know I'll go over here next cuz he, of course he'd been interviewing them all so he mm. gave me ideas of some other booths to go to or stuff so yeah i shoot we probably talked for 20 25 minutes which for him and his yeah. workload there and him trying to you know for every minute he talked to me he's not interviewing someone important right. so you know so you know is like you know and and that might have been day 3 at that point yeah. so and he'd
1: been there since and, and he was being very
2: polite yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess, yeah. He, like set up day. He might've been there on Tuesday. He was definitely there. I think on I Wednesday think he, when they were just setting up. Setting
1: but, up. Yeah. He was up here. Yeah. He actually was up here for a Red Sox game with his daughter. And oh. uh, I think he flew down. A, maybe it was Tuesday. It was either Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning. Cause I talked to him when I found out, I saw his pictures on Twitter that he was in Boston and he was at a Red Sox game and oh. they, they were playing Baltimore at the time, which is his team and uh i was like holy i'm like you're in boston i'm like oh i wish i knew um but he was like i was just in and out you know because he was there to see his daughter and then he was shot down to he was like right the next day on a plane to dallas so uh,
2: so it was good that i mean just that he spent that much time talking and yeah. you know just He's just being guy. you know one of the crew not like i hey, gotta go don't have time for this so yeah speak yeah. so i've been to, i was i was in boston only once it's all it takes. <laughs> and then I thought, you know what? Why am I here? Now, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we, no, it was, and it was you even, it was, my wife and I were, we took like, like super, um, like it wasn't planned at all. This uh, trip to see Lame as in mm-hmm. on Broadway before it went, before it went off Broadway, the musical. And so it was, uh, what it was like it was probably like four years ago at this point, four or five years ago. But we had a layover coming back and it was going to be, it was like a red eye. It was literally like, like midnight or one in the morning. And, but we were going to have like a, I couldn't get a, get out of the four hour layover at the, at the Boston airport, whatever Ooh. the name of it is, Boston, Massachusetts Logan. airport. Okay. Logan. And, but I was going to be stuck there. <laughs> it was going to be like four hours. And I'm like, we've never been to Boston it's one in the morning but we're in boston i mean yeah is is the cheers bar open no, like of course no it's not gonna be open Bowl and so i'm just like yeah. we've got to be able to do something and we didn't have the kids with it was just us so like let's just figure out something to do so there's a there's a very famous diner you know what i'm talking about it's hmm. open all night um not the black rose south street? pub south street South Street Diner. It's an all night diner. Like okay. you get breakfast all oh, you know, all night okay. longer. well they'll fix you a steak all night. But like literally, like I think it's in a um, I don't want to say, a trailer's not the right, Almost like an airstream. Where it was kind of silver yeah, yeah, on the yeah. Like it's been in movies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's this famous. Bo- so 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 we're at the airport, and it's very close to the airport. Mm. And I just this, so this is what I remember about Boston. All I remember is we got in a taxi to go three miles, two miles. Hicked. He was so mad because that's not a lot of money. No. Right? I, I I, am, we are screwing him out of good money to go three miles and he has to turn around and find parking again at the airport or whatever. He was so upset at us because we were just going to this little diner. Uh, yeah, that was, so I just remember like this, like Boston cabbies, man, they're, they don't have a lot of patience. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I just don't. remember him him not liking me, but you know, you are like, you're sitting in the back of the car, you're like, but you can he, I mean, he doesn't care that he wants you to know he's mad. Right. Right. So he dropped us off there and we got something to eat there. And it, again, I think it had been in some movies, so you know, the yeah. nostalgia. Oh, hey, here we are. But uh, this is our Boston experience. And then we just went back to the airport and hopped on a plane. But um, yeah, that's my only experience in Boston. There's probably a couple more things to do there from what I yeah. hear.
1: I know, I know what I just pulled it up Cell Street Time. I know exactly where it is. Okay, yeah, and yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, to us, it's just I—I I never yeah. really thought much about it. I'm like, it's right. just something there. But I'm yeah. like, it's. But what else you are you going to
2: come... do at two a.m.? Yeah, could, I wasn't uh, going to go to a club.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not me. Uh, yeah, it's like I mean this. I don't know. It was funny when Ara was here uh, a few months ago. Oh, back in August, yeah. He, we, we were going to meet someplace to eat. And we're like, wherever you want, is there any place around where they're staying that we, that you guys want to go to? Right. And, uh, and it was funny, his daughter, one of his daughters picked it, but it was a place called the black Rose. And he's okay. like, have you heard of it? And we laughed. Cause like when you're a kid in college around here and it's like, wait, no matter where you are, it's like, let's go into the black Rose and hang out. It's a bar tavern type bar type. Okay. It's an Irish bar type place. And, uh. It was just funny. I'm like, when he sent me the text, he goes, oh, let's meet at the black rose at such and such time. I showed my wife and she started cracking up. Cause that was, she went to a college right out. Um, like it's almost like a sister college, Regis college. It's like sister college, the Boston college, uh-huh. uh, same colors, everything. But it was at the time my wife was there, it was an all girls college and it's right outside of Boston. So they, they used to go into the black rose and, uh, it was just funny. I'm like, how are people from out of town coming in here and being like, let's go here. And like his daughter really wanted to go. Cause there. you
2: would have like, probably suggested something different. I, I that's the thing a, is a, I,
1: I want like the to tourist, I wouldn't suggest anything because I'd be like, what do you know? What do you want? Right. Because uh-huh. uh, to me, it's all normal, right? It's yeah. like, if I go, if I come out to your area, I wouldn't, and I have something in mind, wouldn't you want me to be like the thing that whatever fascinated
2: me? Yeah. I'd You're, probably give you like a few, you know, a genre, like yeah. do you want barbecue or do you want Wagyu steak? Or do you want right. soup? Right. And that's, <laughs> what what, it, well,
1: like for instance, when I went down to John's and we were down in Houston and uh-huh. John's like, what do you want to eat? I'm like steak. I'm in Texas for God's sakes. Right. Yeah. And you know, I think that's what one, uh, we, we went out for barbecue for, for lunch um which was funny because it's like i eat once a day that's it that's all i eat is Mm -hmm. once a day yeah Uh and but uh john and his wife they have breakfast they have lunch they have dinner so i'm like going to all these things it's just not me so i'm like okay i gotta eat that (laughs) i gotta eat this again i gotta eat again and i was like it was just different for me so i'm like okay he goes we'll have steak tonight i was like oh oh, okay so what are we gonna do now we went to a great barbecue place that was great Mm -hmm. i'm like at I never
2: ate, I don't eat but like that, but felt like you were on a cruise ship, just yeah, really, there.
1: yeah, it was yeah. like
2: we just yeah. drove around in the heat, oh, the heat in Texas, Dude. the humid, the humidity, yes, the humid heat, yeah. for sure,' it
1: was hot, hot, yeah. I think I was there, yeah. it was uh early August, and last time I was there, and it was um like a hundred and something everywhere yeah. all the time, yeah, like for <laughs> sure uh-huh
2: uh-huh yeah we're we're are l we're a little northwest from that. Uh, it's not cold, but it is not Houston. That is a that is the next level. And they, I mean, they get hurricanes down there, right? It's yeah. super wet. Yeah. So, he got hit hard. The last, little, little uh,
1: different that big one that hit them a while, mm-hmm. a few years ago, he got hit pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, so I think that was so, what got him to get the generator system that he has for, a, for his house. He has a whole we house went, generator now.
2: My wife was born in Houston. And, uh, even though we grew up together in California and got married, but, um, uh, so, but we went back there for an event, three weeks after that hurricane. Mm. And we, you know, we drove by some of her houses that weren't there. I mean, that weren't there. that were gutted because mm. they were destroyed. Um, both of her houses were absolutely destroyed and there's just garbage piles over the whole city. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy town how, uh, and everything smelled. There were flies everywhere. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, and then, you know, everyone was out without a house. Yeah. Yeah. It was, devastating
1: yeah. yeah
2: yeah
1: all right Cedia, cedia
2: back to good news do we <laughs> do we have any kind of people listening still
1: uh, yeah like, yes we why do are we talking hurricanes? hurricanes yeah they, they they just keep hitting the jump 30 button. yeah, yeah. jump oh, yeah, 30 seconds till
0: right. they hear home theater mm-hmm. talk
2: but that's fine okay that's so fine cedia cd was great uh Your first I'd time never, there right yeah i i had never gone anything like that um and I'm like, dang it, it's just down the street. It's 30 minutes, 25 minutes oh. away. You know, when am I going to have this opportunity again? Because, like, and next year it's in Colorado. So I was like, and it might be in Colorado for quite some time. So I'm like, you know, I've never been to, like, CES or anything. And I'm not in the business of that at all. And I'm like, I just got to go. Um, yeah. And I, I had the opportunity with the company that is building my theater room. Like, hey, we can get you in. Because, you know, they have passes. They're there. Mm-hmm. They're promoting themselves and you know doing the same thing that you see uh Todd doing and Youthman doing. Well, that's so what it's for. A,
1: it's the right. CD is meant for those installers. It's for, Right. It, for yeah. installer
2: integrators, yep. uh promoters, yep. influencers. So yeah, so they are definitely that. They have a big online presence and they're like, "Hey, do you want to go?" and you know, so they I think they did that for a few of a few of their local uh local customers. Mm. And I'm like, "Absolutely because I I had an interest in I, I they knew I had an interest. I was like yeah so they gave me and my buddy um some some tickets to to represent them which I think we did cuz I you know to pay it forward you know I I definitely hyped them up when there was that opportunity while I was at uh while I was there at, at Cedia. so um yeah I it, it was overwhelming yeah. but I knew it would be so I was okay yeah. with that I was prepared but yeah you just walk in and instantly it's just you know, they did a, a really good job there with, you know, all the booths and of course the main ones, you know, the Sony and the uh oh gosh, what were some of the the big ones? But you know, the Samsung, there's just these immense booths that are, you know, just tens of thousands of dollars in just rental space. Not not even talking about the equipment there. Right. But you know, that are that are, you know, maybe fifty feet wide by a hundred feet wide, which is massive, you know. For, for an area to rent in a place like that. And they were saying, if you wanted hardwired internet, I mean, you, you're, you're looking at nine to $10,000 and, wow. which is no big deal for, for Sony. And you know, for yeah. them, they might've needed 50,000. It's nothing. It's just, like I said, it's a tax write off. It's just part of doing business. Yeah. Business. But I know some of the smaller ones, you know, they didn't, all they had was streaming internet. Um, and they weren't doing like, I mean, that's a perfect area to do Kaleidoscape, right? Cause you don't need yeah. internet. Um, But, uh, and we'll talk about it when you're ready to, but I went by the D box and they shared it with Jmar, which is the company doing the chairs, but they didn't have, they didn't have a hardwired internet. So we tried to watch some YouTube of top ground Maverick to show that, because what D box does is it listens to the audio. So it it, it could be something that, you know, is in your system and it knows it and everything, but they wanted to show that it, that it's not like it's this, uh, it's not like it's It's hardwired in. It listens. So, so you know they, they were trying to show that you know it, there wasn't something plugged in because right. they didn't have the uh, they didn't have the disc because I don't even think it's out yet. Is is Top Gun Maverick out on disc yet? No, no. November okay. 1st. So you know they they just yeah. wanted to show they didn't have the disc so they pulled that up on YouTube and and started watching but then it started buffering so we're just about in there was like a couple missile fires and D-Box, so it's a chair right it's a regular theater chair. Um, very comfortable or even a couch um, or even yeah. a chaise lounge and it's it's moving all around but then it started buffering and then so you're stuck and you're just like stuck <laughs> in this hold pattern so and then they did it without that right they did the stuff that you didn't require internet and then we you know we got a, a full experience but uh it was kind of cool to see how dbox works in that it just listens and when it listened to top gun maverick it knew it even though it didn't have the disc, you know. Yeah. And it just it hears it and knows how to because it's already been programmed. It's been programmed to move in a certain way and bank and you know, I guess right. pitch and not yaw, but pitch and roll. Um yeah. Yeah. in, in the, the different directions. I so, think they're so, pre programmed yeah, really cool.
1: and they use the yes. audio as the cues on what yes. to do because Right. I saw it's it, yeah,
2: it's, it's programmed literally like for the movie
1: for that like each movie has been programmed like because some movies aren't uh there's even tv because what i remember back in first season of mandalorian and it happened to come up on ht on ht guys they were talking about it um i don't know why it became and todd and i talked about this too and i was like I go i think it became topical it was probably right around cd or something and that's when that's when people start talking about this again and and i hadn't heard about it since then and then what's what came in between we didn't really have cd the last two three years right right? yeah so you don't have that topic but yes with i remember seeing uh the list of the movies and shows and i thought that was really interesting especially at that i knew about this even years before that about movies but now they were incorporating shows. And one of them was the Mandalorian season one. And they said, it'll work on that And I was like, wow, that for them to evolve to that point where they're taking mm-hmm. stuff right off of your Apple TV so, or, yeah, Fire so can Stick program or whatever. It. Yeah.
2: They, they have certain things are going to be dialed in over 2000 titles that are dialed in, mm-hmm. but then it can take stuff that's not on there. Okay. And then it just kind of interpolates or interprets or guesses how best to move with the sound that right. they're hearing, but of course, for for the most part, it's going to do any movie that you want because it has it in its system. But it, but what's cool is like, let's say you're, I don't know, I'm just guessing, but if you wanted to watch some, you know music or some random TV show or I don't know cheers <laughs> I don't know what it will do but it would move somehow if you wanted it to move it would figure it out and right. uh, maybe like this
1: yeah I'm sure <laughs> you know? it I'm sure like on bass stuff like it's going to rumble a seat it's going to move yeah. you and stuff in a way like that like if you're watching twister right or something mm-hmm. with a great bass rumble coming up through the yep. floor it's probably going to interpret that and give you that you know even more than what you know transducers do but
2: uh, oh yeah like it i thought it was going to be more gimmicky it was a fun ride and you can dial it back too so you're like i don't want to feel this every time you don't have to you can right. just barely move it's nothing like bass shakers i mean it's it is it, it it is its own thing and they have it dialed in i mean it is it's clean and it moves you i mean you can make it pound you or you're jumping up right so you know and you're you know the car revving of engines and yeah, it just it's just another level of experience you can have, and then you can just again you can dial it back when you don't want it to be that intense, or if you just want it to just barely vibrate like a like a transducer would do. So it can it can do every level, and I know there's a subscription with it, and it comes with the chair, and there's a few different companies, a few different chair companies like JMR, which is out, they have a showroom here in Dallas, and I I know they're trying to work with and test Valencia. Which is a, oh, really? a popular home theater uh, chair brand. So, because um, you, you can't just be any chair, or you'll rattle the bolts right out of the, yeah, right out of the chairs if it's too, if it's not you know quality made and has the integrity to hold up to, this, you know the the just the the da- the punishment that the right. that the D box can deliver. Um, so yeah, that that's exciting. I don't know if I'll ever get one. I don't have room in my theater room. Cause they, you know, my, my home theater room chairs are going to be connected and then I have a couch. So it doesn't really fit in my theater room, but I do have like a little media room that I might have room for one, um, that would go, go behind my chair. So I think I have the clearance for it and you're supposed to have a certain amount. So it's not going to knock into anything. You just have to have an opening. So I might have room down the way for that, but that's down the road. That's, you know, that's not. That's not this journey. That's, that's, that's phase. Yeah. That's phase three. That's, <laughs> yeah. So, it's. But it, it, it was it so really much is. fun it's, that it convinced me. I really wanted to get it.
1: Yeah. That, well, and that's the thing is you sit in those things and you're like, oh, if I could get this at home. Oh, mm-hmm. but that, that way do you go from there?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's they haven't invented it yet. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, I know like full 3d without glasses. I don't know. Passive 3d. I think it's coming. I right. think it's it coming. Could. Yeah. Are Are you interested? Are, are you excited for the new um, Avatar? Yes. Is that? Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I was excited. I went back. I took my middle kid. Uh, he's only 16 now, but he had never seen Avatar in 3D. And of course, they're hyping up Avatar 2, w- w- Way of Water?
0: Yeah, way something like that, water?
2: yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so um, I don't think that's right. Maybe it is. Something with the word water. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so... So hyping that up, that you know, they brought Avatar back for a limited engagement at the theaters. So he really wanted to see that in, in 3D. So it took him back. And it, like, if you have not seen Avatar in 3D, I don't watch movies in 3D. I really don't. I might now that I'm going to have an awesome projector. And I might watch them every once in a while and get you know, the recommended glasses and all that. But uh, I just don't because it's not that big of a deal because most 3D movies are not that great. But James Cameron is not... The average movie maker. Right. I mean, he these cameras, these 3D cameras won Academy Awards yeah. for Avatar. I mean, they were what you see in 3D. I mean, you you're almost tasting it and smelling it. It's amazing. It is very much very immersive in how 3D looks, specifically with Avatar, more than any other uh, movie I've experienced in 3D. So I'm sure I would think uh, Cameron's going to be doing the same thing with the with Avatar two, three, four, and five. Or but, <laughs> that's the. But see,
0: I that's mean, the he's thing
1: he's doing. I've been saying about Avatar since they've announced Avatar two. What years ago? I'm like, mm-hmm. what has he got up his sleeve? He hasn't done anything in years. What has yeah. he been working on that we're yeah. going to get? Because when I'll was tell the you last what he time? hasn't
2: been working on Abyss in four K? and, and uh, True Lies so in four K. and
1: <laughs> so when was speaking of Abyss? When oh. was the last time?
2: Okay, set the timer. I will talk to you, Abyss. Five hours, just the Abyss. You I ready? And... Special edition.
1: Go, go. <laughs> but when was the last time Cameron made a movie that didn't like change something? Right, because the Abyss right. was was actually developed that that creature, the the water the, yep, was yep. in in um, preparation for Terminator Two. Right.
2: Right. It was like when I saw Terminator 2, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that thing from the
1: abyss. Right. And he was utilizing that tech. He was developing yeah. that tech. Digital domain, which is the... his
2: company. But, but ILM, I mean, ILM yes. was, you know, he was utilizing ILM back for the abyss. Yes. But pushing it for amazing. that reason. Yeah, And then go to yep. Titanic.
1: What he did, yep. that, he went to the Titanic. Yes. Like nobody had done that.
2: Right. And but he, and I he think, filmed it. Doesn't he have the deepest dive on record? now it might be a civilian probably yeah like he did a special where he just went down in this single submersive sub he might have the record and if not maybe maybe not a military record but for a civilian i was going to say yeah and that that was after titanic but but just the lighting and the the lighting for the titanic and the abyss what he developed for underwater lighting for cinematography underwater and the cameras and everything um no like he like maybe not piranha 2 (laughs) <laughs> that was his first movie but after that like what movie didn't he push the envelope i know with the help of ilm but like just his um but even even what he tried to push right but even innovation still, just innovation, innovation it, right. everything pushing
1: he somebody i know yep. ilm does the work right right it's not necessarily his hand on the paintbrush but he's getting people to he's getting ilm to yeah. push the envelope and even right. like Cause if it's not like, up to standards, they keep doing it. It's not right. good enough yet. Spielberg yeah. with it's Jurassic his, park and, yeah. and it's his it, creation. Right? Exactly. So it's, a, yeah. it's the idea of, of spawning new ideas and new ways of doing things. I ha I, I have, I have a lot of expectations for that. Not necessarily right. the movie part of it, not necessarily the storytelling part of it. There's way more to Cameron's movies than just mm-hmm. that not that I don't appreciate the storytelling because I think to me Terminator, Terminator two, those two movies, I love the storytelling of those movies. And then especially yeah. as a young kid in the eighties, when you saw Terminator and you start to, and we're going to get into that. And when we hit, when I hit the popcorn button here and we talk later about predestination, um, predestination, yep, 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 yeah, you're right. predestination, predestination, predetermination, yeah. whatever. But, um, yep. but yeah, we'll get into time travel stuff, but just as a young kid in the eighties and like, how did he go? But then which one, and just how it boggles your mind. That was one of my introductions to it and how fascinating it is. And to put it into that, you know, hunter killer robot thing. And then you do this and then Terminator two. And then, you know, I just, that's his storytelling part that I liked. But I mean, the innovation part is just, and for us as home theater fans, Right. It kind of is right in our wheelhouse. Cameron is that one of those people that are just like, that's our wheelhouse right there.
2: I, did I mention what the annoyance that I did with my wife in my old house when I organized my movies? I might not have brought that up.
1: No. Why don't you organize them? Not alphabetically, but by popularity
2: or something. I'll be more annoying than that. So, uh, (laughs) so one of the houses back in California uh where i did have an upstairs loft and i had my benq 1080p projector and i had some acoustic panels up and a 5.1 jbl modest system but it was fun it was fun It was like you know at the time um but she's like you know that's just all my dvds did i have blu-rays then maybe i don't know I'm trying to think of the year but uh All of the movies, she's like, okay, you know, we had these racks on the wall and I started organizing them. And she's like, what do you, she looked at all the movies. There's, they're not alphabetical. They're not by color. They're not by like, she's trying to figure out how I organized all the movies. And I said, by director, she lost her mind. (laughs) She lost her mind. How am I supposed to know which one? Yeah, that's tough. She's like, no, no, this is not happening you know, like I've got to be able to find the movies. I don't know what Cameron's done and what Scorsese's done. and What like, but it's, but it's their story. It, she'll, she'll still hammer me in front of people and everyone else rolls their eyes. They're like, John, you are sick. I'm like, and I just, I just keep a list like you, then you're not coming in my cinema. Yeah. No picture on the wall for you. Yeah. No picture <laughs> for you. Yeah. Cause that's how I had organized it by director for, for, for the movies that, you know, had that. And, uh, yeah, see, that, didn't I, I that didn't fly. I could do that long-term. with
1: every movie. I could do it with the the majors that I love, but yeah. I'm not that deep of a movie fan that I know right. like and I mean oh, yeah, I remember, and you're like t- who directed Dumb and Dumber?
2: Right. Yeah, not the Fa- the Fairly brothers.
1: See, there you go. I know that, but I, I don't have it at the top of my head. Right. right? Yeah. But and I'm
2: talking about the ones that deserve it. You know, like the Scorseses and the Coppolas and the Spielbergs and, you know, those, right. I had all those, like the main ones, um, the Ridley Scotts. I had those yeah. all together. See, it I did mine by action, nuts. comedy. And that makes sense. You did it by sci-fi. blockbuster style. Yeah. That's right. how you should.
1: Right. Yeah. Not just straight up. I ended up putting them to straight up alphabetical because people got aggravated. I'd be like, uh-huh. cause I had a cabinet. Yeah. I had a, uh, a home theater cabinet with the TV mm-hmm. was in it that my 30, it fit yep. my 32 inch. And then the underneath was all center. my laser discs. And I'd be oh. like, I'd open up the door and they were all stacked side by side. So mm-hmm. you had to read the spine of a which laser disc, right. which is yeah, almost like a record, right? So people, yeah, exactly. It's exactly like mm-hmm. a record. Right. So I'd be like, some of them were thicker because they had a double disc in there. So mm-hmm. they, or uh, some of them had three. Um, but you'd be like, People would get down on the floor, and I mean, this was literally like two inches off the floor because it was the cabinet that was underneath the TV. And I'm yeah. like, "Open it up, and there's all my laser discs. And they're like, yeah. "People, I'm like, pick out whatever you want to watch. We'll put it in." And people got so aggravated, like, and that's how I came yeah. up with my three ring binder. I made a three ring binder, took photographs of each laser disc, put them in the three ring binder by alphabetical order. Yeah.
2: Cause you wanted people to share your enthusiasm. Yeah, exactly. So you had to like coax them along the way. Yeah. And they didn't, yeah. they just rolled their eyes. Yeah. Especially
1: when they come by and I'm in the living room reorganizing. Cause I got a new movie, but now uh, yeah, I've got to take out have... all the pictures to right? put in the new one to keep it alphabetical. Oh, kaleidoscape,
2: <laughs> kaleidoscape guys. Come on. That's, that's what that's I'm saying. So I was doing all way. this
1: stuff with a three ring binder and then in like 2003, I hear about Kaleidoscape and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, everything's right there on the screen. Yeah. I don't have to have this stupid three ring binder. And to
2: be fair to people out there, if anyone's screaming, I know Plex is available. I yeah. don't have the energy and the time to learn how to do it or to, or to, you know, troubleshoot all the issues that we're going that, are good, that will happen yeah. um, if you're doing it all yourself. And Kaleidoscape is just clean. And if there's a problem, there's a hotline number, you know? Yeah. To, to figure it out and it doesn't and it's not internet dependent right um yeah. if you got a bunch of stuff on there so i mean there's just a lot of reasons why yep. kaleidoscape works um and if and you can't live your life i don't know if we mentioned this last like you can't live your life on what ifs what if it goes down <sighs> or you yeah. know what if they go out of business oh, oh yeah well that anything. happens you can do that yeah. with anything you know i'm gonna buy a ford well what if ford goes out of business and you can't get that screw and like, you can't do that like yeah. that can't be a good argument um a good argument is it, it, it's it's quite expensive that i get it yeah, yeah but um but it's just it's just a clean way and you don't have to worry about too much at all yeah. and i do not have time to learn oh the worry or is have my own servers different.
1: or yeah there's none yeah i did that yeah. like when i first heard about the zapiti and it was literally i think it was nelson's theater nelson had a mm-hmm. zapiti and i had featured his theater and i'd never i thought i'd never heard of it and then the next week somebody else had one and i was like what that so i looked into it and every time now, i that saw rips
2: that yeah, rips it's just like a plex plays... only it's
1: a more powerful version of plex
2: because okay. it'll play
1: anything it'll play an M- mkv it'll play an iso
2: so you could even stick a usb like yep. if you on a, on a drive oh, yeah. if you had an mkv file boom stick it right in there yeah that, that's, that's basic
1: awesome. that's what it is yeah. that's basically okay. what it is it's like yeah. and i've done that like um i had top gun maverick i i grabbed the not the movie but the the trailer for it yeah i ripped that that was a a complete the actual 4k put that on a on a flash drive drive, and put it Mm -hmm. right into the front of the zapidi pulled it up and played it in my theater and it was amazing i was like oh so then i i took it instead of just doing that i put it on my i ended up getting a nas for the zapidi and i Mm -hmm. just put any file i want on there and i mean it'll play anything and it's basically a more um a more robust version of Plex simpler to use, not as steep of a learning curve, but it does have a steep learning curve. Um, and anytime I saw stuff like that, uh, windows media player back in the day when they Mm -hmm. had their windows version of it. Right. I was like, Ooh, that's close to kaleidoscape, but there was a lot of work to it. The Plex had a lot of work to it. Um, I don't honestly, if it wasn't for the podcast, I don't think I would have done Zepedi even. Um, because there was a lot of work to it. And when, whenever there's a lot of work to something like that, right. Where I can just put my disc in and watch a movie with a, with Mm -hmm. a deep, with a Blu-ray player. Right. I want, I wanted that experience that Zipidi was offering, but I didn't want to waste a lot. Like I like to watch my movies, but it was the motivation of, you know what, this would be fun for the podcast. It would be fun to learn this thing. So It was the double motivation of getting something that was close to a Kaleidoscape plus learn how to do all this. And I'm very grateful for having done it because I now have a NAS and I know how, and I can utilize that just for all the memory files and everything that I have in the house. My whole house runs through that right now. Um, um, and then I was eventually able to save up and actually get the Kaleidoscape. And now knowing the difference between the two, Right. I mean, it's not, to say night and day between the two, it's not even close. I mean, I went Mm -hmm. through months of work like you would with a Plex or learning, like imagine coming into a Plex or as a PD with no working knowledge of this stuff.
2: Right. And then, I mean, there's forums out there. There's ways to get help. We don't want to scare people away.
1: People reached out to me. Nelson helped me. Zappi helped me. People come out. People, uh, Joe, my IT guy, that's how I met him. He heard the frustrations I was (laughs) going through. All of these people helped me and I got through it and it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. There were times I was pulling my hair out. If
2: you have the, if you have the desire and Mm the time, absolutely go for it. You'll have, you'll have fun. (laughs) Right. Um, But time. Johnny Speakers,
1: I, I think Johnny Speakers has one. He loves it, and they are great. But it, it was there's a lot to it.
2: And if the internet goes down, you might have that hard. You might have you that. You can still run hard your hard version. drive,
1: though. You can still run it. Okay. It I, just, thought, I
2: thought if it goes down, you can't interact with the cloud to organize and play.
1: You you wouldn't be
2: the able Plex, to on Plex. Maybe
1: on Plex on ZPD you can because I okay, tested sure, that. Okay, sure,
2: sure, sure, sure. The problem is, yes. it's
1: like there's cover art and stuff you wouldn't be able to get. Yeah, but okay. once it's on your system, you have it anyway. So you I think can the dis- Plex, if
2: the internet goes down, not that that happens a lot, right? Um, but I, I think you're, I think you're hosed, but right. ZPD, yeah, I don't think that's the case at all. Um,
1: but the Kaleidoscape, when I got that, I was expecting some work, so I was expecting, okay, I got to figure oh, some. No, it's, I mean, I. it took me longer to, like, get it put positioned on its shelf. Once I had it on its shelf, I was like, oh, okay. Um, Turn it on. All yeah. right, it's on. And then the screen tells you what to do. It just says, go to the website. So I walked out of the room, went to my, sat down right here at my computer, logged in, created an account for myself, did this thing. And I'm like, okay, Star Wars, bought Star Wars went back to the room there it is
0: yeah like 10 minutes yeah, I, later, mean, I was yeah, watching stuff i'm like the
2: ui ux experience is mm. uh, like apple right you, you don't have to think too much it just works but then you have the people that don't like apple because they like their android because it's so customizable well then you're a diy plex type guy that's fine yeah. but it's just so easy that, yeah. it, that it was just i was sold it's yeah. clean the the good the the ui um Yeah, no, I I definitely, um, it was definitely my (laughs) version for sure.
1: Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's just another way to ingest your movies quicker. Like Mm -hmm. I said, like I was saying to John in this week's podcast, you didn't get to the second part of the podcast. Mm -hmm. When I said, I go, I went down this rabbit hole and I watched all of these movies. And then John goes, and that's all brought possible because of Kaleidoscape. I'm like, yeah, you couldn't jump through four movies the way I did. If you had to get up and put the, di- if you were sitting next to the disc player, you couldn't yeah. do it that fast, you know, as uh-huh. fast. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's and it more and annoyance it, to it. That's why it's like, I understand the people. It's like, it's not what, like Steve George. He's like, I don't mind. Put- I've had a lot of people. I like putting the disc in. There are people, I think Jeff from HD report said the same thing. He's like, I actually like the idea of putting the disc in. And it's like, <laughs> I do too. I, I, when I still do it, I feel like there's a memory there that goes way back. Even putting laser discs in, there's something yeah. to that. I get that, but there's also something for people like myself that it, it, it is a feature it that is probably not exclusive to me, but unique to people like me where my mind just jumps and it just, it just really lean. I can really lean into that and just allow that to happen and go from watching, you know, like watching jack ryan to like oh i like that guy in this and just jump to another movie and then another movie and i haven't seen this in so long and then it's like what'd you watch tonight oh about six different movies but you're only down right. there for an hour and a half yeah i know yeah it's so flipped much fun. around
2: yeah. it's like you know reading about seven books at once you know you just jump around yeah
1: and it's like and, it. and that's i i like that but then at the same time you can just sit down and hit play and watch an entire movie it, it you know like I do when it's on a first release I've never seen this before and I just want to enjoy it boom do that and, it's like,
2: and I I mean I have a blu ray player so I have an 820 in my media room in the house and then I I want to say and everyone can correct me if I'm wrong but I want to say um it's the same company as zapedi uh is the a the Rayvon. New ones, have you heard of the new ones that are,
1: Yeah that's the PD owns it um
0: they're and are supposed some to be the replacement saying, to the
2: Opal. Yeah. It's the same. But a lot of people yep. have a big argument that that's the 820 and the 9000 which are Panasonics that those are much better. I don't know. I, I haven't plugged in my Ravon, but I think it'll work. It's more expensive. Yeah. Um but it's with Sapedi, and I think their customer service is good if something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Um but I but then I, the, again I've t- I've seen talked to people that have had both the Ravon and the Panasonic like I like my Ravon better. So i don't know there's there's other options out there brave uh the panasonic tends to be cheaper especially the 820 and even the 420 um i think the 820 uh, gives the capability of dolby vision right yes yes and th- that is XLR. well the 9000 i think has xlr yes. my Ravon has xlr yeah it ability, has the um and i don't think the 820 has xlr
1: the 9000 is more for like an audio file there's there's features there because i've thought of just getting the 9000 just uh-huh. the sheer looks
2: right just, it's, it's more, more metallic like, more yeah goofy. i just like the it yes, just looks
1: for sure solid in uh-huh. like in your yeah. rack i'm like uh but the 820 yeah. i mean as a projector owner all you need is the 420 because you're not going to utilize the right. Dolby vision right? right other than yeah. that that what you're looking for with the with the 420 my mad vr the, will
2: give me my Dolby yeah. Vision will be brought to you by MadVR and my uh, Exactly. So not you real, get a, not four, real bit, you a 420.
1: And yeah, you don't even need funny. I mean that's plenty. You don't even need the optimization. But as a nope. projector owner, you can get a 420 and run mm-hmm. you know the HDR optimizer and you're going to mm-hmm. get a great image on your right. projector or or whatever you have. But if you yeah. need Dolby Vision if you're then then 820 and I think one of the things that's been rock solid about the, the Panasonics is that they're playing the three layer discs. They're playing mm-hmm. nothing skips, nothing, no freezes, no freezes or anything like that, which mm-hmm. we had a conversation. People had a conversation on Twitter about uh Jurassic world dominion. Um, I think eight, uh, Jeff at HD report had the issue as well, uh, where it just stopped playing. And it's, <laughs> you know, we're just speculating, just guessing. I have no idea, but, it just seemed to be anybody without a Panasonic or one mm. of the lower end. And what's sad to say is when you say a lower end, they're like, it's not lower end. It's $250 player. And I'm like, I know. Lower end. But yeah, it's like, but it's, yeah, that's. You're at, you're at the higher level. I'm not end trying, for... but not like Panasonic. Panasonic's not high end, but it's like, uh-huh. there's just some, even the 420, which was, what's the 420 go for? Like two fifty three? Is it something like that? Might even be. I think it's less than three. Is it? Okay. So, but that's what I mean, but it has the same hardware Mm -hmm. that has the 820, just without Dolby vision. So it's able to literally just play. I mean, it goes deeper. Yeah. It can play the three layers and it's just, there's something in there that I don't know what it is, but I've never heard of a Panasonic not or having an issue. I should say I've never Mm -hmm. heard it having an issue with, with a hundred gigabyte disc. Uh, lots of issues. Sony's have issues. that the lower. What about
2: Kaleidoscape? Do Kaleidoscapes ever freeze on you?
1: Uh, actually, to be fair, yes. You know what have an issue? Okay. Yeah. Um, if I'm downloading a movie and uh, trying to okay. play one and then trying to pause it.
2: So impatience. If you so you're you're trying to yeah. do you're a in the middle of the day it. and okay. it's like that's you fair. Just, you're just that's overloading fair? the city. You're yeah.
1: You're but you can back that off by saying don't do an 800 it it takes the full bandwidth of your whole house Mm. right because it's it's Mm -hmm. a one gig download so it's Mm -hmm. trying to the the machine the kaleidoscape itself is trying sucking it right so and at the same time you're trying to use that same bandwidth to send the signal from that hard drive that you're downloading to to the player Mm -hmm. at the same exact time in your house it's trying to utilize that same bandwidth so what ends up happening choke is a little bit. It's good. But it, if it, now somebody like me, I try to jump from one show to an, or movie to another movie. That's when you're going to notice it. It's going to be like, Hey, hang on a second there, Mr. Impatient. I need a second. Cause I need extra time to think here. Yeah. And it, it, it was literally, I don't know, a month into owning it. And I'm like, what had happened on a mo- one morning before work? I thought I broke it. But then it was like, oh, I called support and I was like, what happened? And they're like, like, you're doing too much at once. Yeah. You're like a kid in the candy store. Pause the download. Everything ran smooth, you know? And then I was like, ah, I see what you're saying. So, or you can dial back your download speed, dial it back to like 150 megabytes a second. It'll run fine. Okay. So. I don't do anything. I just don't download while I'm watching yeah, movies yeah. at the exact right. same time. Right. So, but yeah, that, you know that, but that's not a, that's not a shortcoming of the, of the Kaleidoscape. That's a shortcoming of your infrastructure in your house. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had like, uh, Carl, he's got two, two gig connection in his house.
2: Right.
1: He's still got another think, gig. He probably wouldn't even run into that issue because I think, he's, uh,
2: so it's know. not Verizon out here. It used to be uh, Frontier. Yeah, yeah, it's Frontier. Um, I think I think they just advertised two gigs for our area. Yeah, I don't know what I'll do.
1: But your your infrastructure in your house has to be capable of it, right? Going mm-hmm. from the Kaleidoscape to the Kaleidoscape, you need to be able. Your system, your you, you know, your cat cables all have right. to be able to take that two gig connection and transport because otherwise, you know, if you're down to a hundred, yeah, you're going to bottleneck and it's, you know, that's where you're going to have the issue. Mm -hmm. But if you can do that, you'll have, it's not the, it's not the machine itself.
2: Carl. Oh boy. (laughs) It wasn't easy. I was like, I think I was, I was in my gym working out when, when you and Carl were talking and I'm like, I feel uncomfortable. Why? You guys, I mean, I you guys are going at it. Yeah. I mean, but, but that, I mean, it's yeah, all you know, fun. I'm about the, it's all Rick, good. Rikiki, Rick, is that the Rikiki? Rikiki. R I C H. No, not it, was, it was it's Rikiki. It was all fun. No, I yeah, yeah. get it. I know that. But I'm like, oh my gosh. I hope DJ doesn't talk to me. But Carl was like, he was calling you out on things. It yeah. was funny. And but you were calling him out like yeah, there was absolutely. like absolutely yeah. not real tension come on but it was, no. it was like tension well that's it what's like, funny
1: is people i love it and i and that's what i appreciate about carl is um and that's how you build trust with people not just me and carl but me and my have listeners. you guys
2: known each other Mm-mm. before the podcast nope okay nope because that 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 seemed like almost like you and john like there was at a level of like like are, can't tell if they're mad. I got to listen a little bit more. No, it, I, I think they're okay.
1: It takes somebody like Carl to <laughs> to push it like that. Cause it's like, because some people and to be, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but some people wouldn't take that. And that's why I said, I'm like, Carl, I don't think you'd get along with Jim <laughs> because it, it's Jim. He would, Carl has been like that since day one. And <laughs> like I said, like I said to Carl, I'm like, our first real interaction where it was like, I'm like, he's like, let's, let's do this on the phone. And we did, we talked on the phone, but he told me to change my opinion. And I'm like, that's awesome, dude, you don't, why, why why would I change my, that's my opinion. Right. Um, but then he was giving me pointers on how to get people to trust my opinion better by changing it. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not how I work. And it's like, maybe that is the way you do it, but that's not how I do it. And we, but anyways, my point is, I love it when people push me. I love it when people push my ideas and stuff, because when I was coaching hockey, I would say to parents, like you're putting me in charge of your kids. I understand that I, you know, the position, whatever people take this stuff seriously. Ask me anything, anytime. I'll always have an answer. I'll always have a reason for what I do. I always do in everything in life. And I am not afraid to answer questions on why I think what I think. You might not like the answer, but I have an answer and I have a reason. It's in that and that's how I operate just in my own head. If you don't understand or you don't like it, that's that's up to you. And that's where we're gonna differ. And I think over time, and I love that Carl pushes me that way, because over time, what you'll come to realize is like, okay, well, he's not budging,
2: but he's mm-hmm. happy. Me meaning oh, me,
1: yeah.
2: right? No, and if he had a good time, we had a good time. You yeah. Know, it was all, and that's as all listener, it is. Yeah. Right. And what's funny yeah, is just
1: Carl's funny. pushed me for years. for ever since he heard about kaleidoscape and lumogen slash video processor. Right. Uh-huh. What is this? I mean, his first interaction with me on, on the lumogen and the collect, what are these things? Me and he are sitting here eating breakfast and we don't know what the hell you're talking about. He'd say, and I'd, I'm funny. like, and he was like, you don't okay. need that stuff. Get yourself this, this, and this. Okay all right, Carl. And I'll tell you, I'm like, this is why I tell him the reasons here. He is a little over a year later and he's got those things. Right. So funny. And it's, and I'm not patting myself on the back, but that's my point. It's like, I have my reasons. If Carl over the time, over time to Carl's point, like if I'm ridiculous and I'm doing ridiculous things, why are you listening? Not only is he listening, he's supporting. He's been a supporter of my podcast he was one of the first patreon supporters he was a patreon supporter and he told me he would do it for a year not only has he stuck around longer than a year he upped it Nice.
0: and so you know what i mean so it's like
1: he pushes me and and in and you need people like that to keep you honest and it's it doesn't doesn't bother me it's like if i can't answer the questions i don't have i don't i shouldn't be sitting here
2: yeah right no it it was it, it was it was funny I, I I was entertained by the um, action. I In, won't say inter- drama, just by the interaction. Yeah, yeah, and it's like w- w- I was gonna mention something we were talking about the escape. So you know, I got the the trenoff and the Kaleidoscape. and you know that um, they had a a, a partnership there. So mm-hmm. when you get those two together. I love when they em. do
1: those partnerships.
2: Mm. The people, it makes you feel you, like you're getting something for.
1: You're at the, I saw, they did one with Sony too. Yes. Okay. Sony, right. Right. Sony, so they, you got a and, discount. And okay. I, it's like, so the people with all the money, the people that can afford all these things, we're going to give you a thousand dollars off. What the hell are yeah. they going to do with it? <laughs> like right. A, right. Yeah. And I'm like, you had with the Sony one and. And this is how, you know, I don't have any kind of an agreement with any of these people. Cause I'm going to bust their balls. I'm like, seriously, if you buy a $20,000 or more Sony and you buy a Kaleidoscape in the package, you get a thousand dollars off. That's what it was. Yeah.
2: It was something yeah. like that. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to, you're obviously doing it either way. It's probably not <laughs> motivating you. Right. But it's with like, Kaleidoscape and Tronoff, they gave you some. They gave you a bunch of movies.
1: A bunch of movies. That, that and then Myers, yeah. the Myers speaker uh, thing. It was that
2: you had um, a. It was there's a pretty a, good package, right? Yeah, there's a there's a demo, but no, you get good movies. Like it, it's not. Um, I don't know. Want to bet? It's not Gremlins too, which I kind of like. I'm just like, no. but – It's not that. I want to no, say a, it's a bunch. Hold on. I have it. Yeah
1: but that's all mm-hmm. integrator stuff. Like, it, like it, that's great, Pat, great marketing and stuff for the integrator that can walk into a home and go, sure. I'll build you this theater and look, we're going to, we're going to put this in, we're going to do this system. We're going to have, you're going to have these speakers. And it was the, um, it, it there was a, uh, a, a, a sound, a, a properly cultivated collection of movies right? For yeah, sound. yeah, it was like
2: a curate, cu- curated, curated collection. That's of, what it was. Yeah. A
1: curated collection. And I... it, would like, it was like 100-something movies or something that well, are all known for sound or something. Maybe 50.
2: 30. But okay, I'll put it this way. It was uh, hundreds uh, of
1: dollars of movies.
2: Oh, for sure. for Hundreds sure. of, and, like
1: and almost $1,000 worth of movies.
2: And all of them were, I thought I had a problem of
1: yeah. and that. Yeah. And that's pretty know, cool. But,
2: but they, were, they were almost all demo-worthy. Demo worthy. Absolutely, stuff. Like it, it, it Absolutely. wasn't just stuff right. thrown together. So, so, th- I, so think great, that I think that's a great. I think that's a great
1: selling point for the, the installer, the integrator, right? That comes mm-hmm. in and they t- they're like, we can build this room for you and do this. For the for guys like us, guys like me, and I'm like that does I have these movies or I'm like, I can't afford buy anyway. any of that stuff anyway. So it's a good thing to yeah. give me some movies. Cause I'm going to be broke for the next 10 years. <laughs>
2: <It's>... <laughs> I'm really going to have those movies memorized.
1: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. They're, they're my new favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. It was like, I, I saw the, the, the Sony one and I was like, Oh, you get a Sony project. Oh geez. I got to buy that projector and then get, and you had to right. get like the, the terra 48 or the terra 72 or something it was the the highest end kaleidoscape Mm -hmm. it was the higher end sony and it was Mm -hmm. like okay like
2: right so um did you ever did you ever get to see um on disney plus mm -hmm. light and magic the documentary i saw some of them
1: i i yeah i saw a few
2: of them I I was addicted. If you like, if you like movie making, I kind of do. Oh, well, I yeah. I I was just blown away by the fun. It was so it's industrial light and magic, and they're yeah they're you're just being you know it's it's birth all the way up to like recent stuff, and it was so amazing just to watch. George Lucas was like nothing nothing good enough exists out there. I got to make it. I got to make something. Right. And he made this company and just brought these people in and then just and then just see the evolution of that. It wasn't only him, but then like Spielberg, of course, their buddies like, "Hey, I need to use your company because there's nothing as good as your company." And so, you know, right. getting all these other uh producers and and directors to want to use them and then just the evolution of that and then Cameron getting all well, involved, you know, hiring them and using them for The Abyss and then that going all the way into Terminator and just seeing all the equipment and it was done so well that obviously just for the general public it was entertaining but for me i was just consuming it because it was so much fun Mm. to see these people and a lot of you know in the beginning they were taking a risk like i don't know i guess i'll go with this george lucas guy and we'll try to make this and you know just all the motion tracking and i was just it was it it was i want to say there were maybe six episodes but it was awesome i mean went, you know, took through like, you know, poltergeist and, you know, just the whole, the whole way through the eighties the up to the current day. So it was really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. It's I've, really fun.
1: I, it is. It is. And, but I'm, I, the one thing for me is I watched, I, I, like I said, I watched like the star Wars one or something where they, um, like you said, they start with birth, but I, I felt like I've seen a lot of that stuff over the years go. Yeah. If, you
2: know what I mean? Going through the special the edition, special DVDs, the, Wars, the yes. laser
1: discs back in the day. Yep.
2: And yeah, cause I, they were going to they have to use the same footage. Yeah.
1: You know? So yeah. I, it, that's why it didn't, I mean, it, it always fascinates me, but at the same time, it's more of just like a refresher. Like, Oh yeah,
2: I remember seeing this before and seeing and they did it Very Lucas cohesively so making young. the episodes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And seeing, and, and so, I almost had a, and I don't remember seeing any of them where you saw how stressed he was. Yeah. Like, yelling at people or saying, I i don't know if I can take this anymore. Like I hadn't seen some of that footage. Like he was like, Oh yeah. He was mad and stressed. And I love that. Poor stuff. guy. You just want to like, hold on to him and say, bust no. me, dude, no. you're going to be okay. <laughs> See, That's the stuff that no, <laughs> you're going to be okay. okay. Not.
1: But you're not ask John, ask uh, John with this podcast, just as an example, not that I'm George Lucas by no. any stretch, but I can, and I've said it on the podcast before. There's people like, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, James Cameron, and then to step outside of that medium and go to Dave Grohl, Bruce Springsteen, Madonna, Miley Cyrus. There's these people that they get You're ideas at that level. in their head. And I they, need to see it. They yeah. need, they, no, they'll never, you'll never, the hardest thing for people like that are like, it never, They ne- it never comes to fruition. They can never get the exact thing they had in their head. Everything is a compromise but
2: because that,
1: their imagination is just so vivid in their But so, that's what
2: was amazing to see I know. was when he came onto the set of the Mandalorian mm. and he saw that, tell me what it's called the video wall where you can make oh, a scene from yeah, the wall. You know um, what I'm talking about? The volume. Okay. The volume where yeah. you don't have to create a set. It's there digitally. And it might not be the depth and the, it's fine. It's, you wouldn't know. It it looks amazing. And he goes, this is what I was trying to tell you people 30 years ago. Right. You know, he's like, this is what I saw. Right. And here it is. I mean, that was like, okay. I mean, I don't know if he calmed down at all, you know, but, but just like to see like, I've been talking about this for years and being able, I mean, he created digital editing. Like I'm mm. sick of taking scissors and cutting film together. I mean, he created that with the, dro- not droid, but something droid. It's the, it's the computer before, before the, what everyone used for decades yeah. for, for video editing Um, that, um, you know, Pixar, everyone would use. Anyways, I, the system before that, I yeah. I forget all the names, but, but, and just to see that it was like justification. Like I was trying to tell you guys about the volume 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to do it or how to say it. So it was just cool to see that.
1: Yeah. It's, I, it is it, it to see the evolution of that stuff, but to, to understand these people and know what they go through. And, and that mm-hmm. idea I did, I did tortured editing. geniuses. Oh, it, it is. And it's, yeah. but how they treat other people. And that's why I love the people around them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, to I I take it a step further and like like with Springsteen, E Street Band, and Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters and, um, and Taylor Hawkins when he died and it was like, that one it, it that one hit me. I don't know Taylor Hawkins. I don't know Dave Grohl. I don't know any of these people. But I know what Taylor Hawkins went through to join Foo Fighters because I'd seen like date for taylor hawkins to get behind dave grohl on the drums this you know this is the drummer from nirvana not only that dave grohl is one of those people that it's like if you don't replicate what i have in my head you're not going to be my drummer okay Mm -hmm. and if you've ever i can't remember what it's called but i saw the special of the founding of like foo fighters and what dave grohl did and stuff how many drummers he went through and how many drummers said, I'm done. He's not even using my stuff, right? They would record and then Dave Grohl would be like, it's not good enough. And he would, re- Dave Grohl would redo it. So like their first couple albums, their the stuff, the drums are Dave Grohl's recording. And he was just like, you're not good. I'll take, I'll, I need a drummer to go live and that's it. And when Taylor Hawkins came in, he was like, I'm fine with that. Whatever you want me to do and that's how they became friends and it's like so when he died i felt like he was he was like dave grohl i it, that had to hit him so hard never mind just mm-hmm. being in the band together and just being friends but i felt like there was a extra connection there because taylor hawkins allowed dave grohl to be dave grohl right and it it it's that mind and then you go to George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, That the people or, around I mean, them will tell you you do not want to work with this guy. He's going to tear your like head Steve, off. Like Steve Steve Jobs. Exactly.
2: These people like, have these No things. one wanted to work with them, but everyone wanted to work with them. Right.
1: Know? Because they're maniacal yeah. and it's like it's so hard to and it it's got to be so hard. I I know it is. It, you you hear what happens when you get like a Madonna or a Miley Cyrus or these people they're now they're women and then people what a bit you know and they're like oh i'm like no they're just like the guy but now it's like oh you're not supposed to but they have that mind and they have that Uh stuff in their head massively
2: demanding because they know what they're trying to get out and yeah they know they're they know they have a limited time on the earth and they've got to get it all out in whatever media that they're into
1: and if john's listening to this right now he's like on a very very small scale that's i do that to john here like john your audio i'm like i've sent him microphones i've done this This doesn't i'm like i'm trying to get us in the same room but what he's like dj people don't
2: care i do i can hear it up here i need to fix this The mastermind behind it yeah
1: yeah and it's like you just it and it's artistic and it's it's just something you got to do and i i love that about these people i love like a james cameron that's what started all this and like and now mm-hmm. George Lucas and stuff. I just love that stuff and love people that just push the envelope Ang Lee pushing the envelope, 60 frames per second, you know, right. people, Oh, it looks gross. I know, but it, it, you say it, it looks gross, yeah. but I think people think he's it a, looks he's an innovator. Yeah. But I think it, people think it looks bad because we're so used to 24, if they had started at 60, a hundred years yeah. ago, And then they showed you 24 today. You'd be like, it's so choppy. Why isn't it as smooth?
2: You know, and it's just, you'd be more used to that video frame rate. Yeah. Right. And
1: that would be, that would be cinematic to you. It's just that because it's not, this isn't how I was brought up. Yeah. But we weren't brought up. We use microwaves. We're not still cooking over an open flame, you know, (laughs) it's like, yeah, it's like, it's technology. Let's advance it. And I'm not saying everything has to be that way embrace it let like let's let's see what happens with it you, and i'm wh- hoping when that's you're talking where about that just like this
2: yeah yeah in, innovation who knows what's on the horizon when you're talking about that it's like something maniacal going back uh j- just because I, I i like it's it almost shawshanks me is uh is when i watch whiplash miles okay, teller the, the drum story the drum drummer. movie yep and so J.K. Simmons, mm. he's he's nuts. Like, there's no reason for you to like him. He's mm. mean. He's just he's. But he's but he's demanding excellence. And the Miles Teller character, he demands the excellence in himself. I mean, he broke up with his girlfriend, even though they were doing really. Well, did I just spoil something? Uh, <sighs> you know, he just he's like, no, I know what I want, and I can't have anyone else in my life. And so he's trying to reach perfection. And and uh, and J.K. Simmons' character is trying to get him to that perfection, but he's doing, he's very um, abusive, but I just, I love the JK Simmons role. I love that movie. Cause it's like just striving for excellence and that he finally hits that excellence. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, it was just something that just popped off in my head that, that it's just, it, as a, if you have not seen whiplash and maybe you're not a musician, maybe you don't like drummers, but that movie is really yeah good. It really sounds great too.
0: And I, mean, I want to say,
2: yes. <laughs> well, and I want to say J.K. Simmons nominated or won Best Supporting Actor for it. One of the two,
1: yeah. regardless. I,
2: I don't remember. The great, yeah. great movie. And uh, yeah, as, as far as a the theater, you know, I, I don't know the theater experience. Maybe I would think so because, you know, just the percussions. Yeah, you know, yeah. It. But, it,
1: um, it is. I. You know what? I actually I have to see that again now in because that mid-bass sound on drums that you get, Like the, like I said, like the, um, that, that feeling that you get that is now more prevalent with the separates. Um, yeah, that's one.
2: I definitely got to check out (laughs) something. I would have never a movie. I would have never seen if it hadn't been, well, there's probably a handful, but if it hadn't been for you guys talking about it multiple times, (laughs) Miles Teller, I don't know how I missed this movie. Jennifer Connelly, Andy McDowell, uh, um, uh, uh, Miles Teller and, and then um, which one oh, well I was trying to th- I was trying to rattle off all the actors before uh, uh, James Brolin and then the biggest name in it who's been around for years has brothers they're all brothers they're all actors what is it only the brave oh I haven't seen it yet
1: that's the one Steve's been telling me to see. That God. I have to see it. Yes, it's supposed to be.
2: Okay, so that will really prevent me from giving you any spoilers, right? And and who's the okay? So well, I, I know it's I know it the story. It's a true story, it. right? So so yes, the the Yano Hills Fire and all the and then a bunch of fires. They're they're firemen. Um, yeah. Um, wildfire. Firemen. Yeah, yeah. And then who's the. I have it. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Bridges, okay? Okay. So it's Jeff Bridges, James Brolin. So, you know, Thanos. Josh <laughs> Brolin. I'm sorry, not James. Josh. Josh yeah. Brolin. And then Andy McDowell. And uh, remind me, Andy McDowell. Another awesome movie. Um, and then and Jennifer Connelly and then Miles... That, that's big names, right? Like A-list. Right. And I don't know if Miles Teller... I don't know where he was at because I don't remember... I don't know if that was 2018 or 2015. I, I don't he, know where that fell in the whip. I think
1: Top Gun is pro. Maverick is probably going to be his big, and oh, now you're going to sure. go back and look at all for of sure. it. Like, I think he was in the Divergent yeah. series. I think he was, in that's true. He. I no, know him from yeah. other things,
2: but, but only the brave. Yeah. It, Dang it. it oh. So I, I, I feel bad. I didn't know more about the true story because well, that's that how I felt deserves you 12, uh, 12 strong Twelve strong same thing i didn't and shame on me for not knowing more about that movie the same real here. people and the, the yeah. real people that you know did what they did um but those are two movies like i wish i would have known about those before watching the hollywood version because it deserved my attention and right hard movie strong movie see the movie you'll you'll love it and i'm guessing it was probably a great theater experience because there's wildfires yeah so i'm guessing what probably john said i'm there had to have been because again i don't have my theater so i'm not watching it in in a great system right now um with me with the build but uh just fire all over you yeah you know because you're out in the forest so there's i I assume that's what (laughs) yeah there's fire in a movie movie. (laughs) so i uh, i'm sure the home theater experience must have been just Excellent. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's. And what I don't know sense. how I missed that movie. Every every once in a while, a movie will come up. I'm Like, how did I miss this? Because it's all a celebrity, so it's I should have at least heard of it. Yeah, you know, it's not like predestination. It's easy to miss. Yeah. Maybe that's a good segue. Nice. a good segue.
1: Let's. All right. Let's uh, get to that. And uh, I
2: am going to. What's your time frame? Do 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 you want to tell me what how, I've got? How long...
1: I've got a little bit. I've got a little bit. I could go like another half hour. Or so so let's before I get the popcorn popping, let's talk if you haven't yep. seen it, let's talk spoiler free. And then once we mm-hmm. go into spoiler, we'll wrap the show up on spoilers. Uh, okay, so, uh, spoiler free. Uh, we're talking at this predestination. It's from 2014. If I remember right, mm-hmm. Ethan Hawk. Um, and I, nook.
2: Yeah. Nook. I don't know nook.
1: who the woman is in it.
2: Um, I think she's in a, she's in a series recently where she's in multiple episodes. I don't recognize her. Sorry. Just not one of the actors I am familiar with. Yeah. Um, Ethan Hawke's the only name that I really honed in on.
1: How did you, how did you come across this in the first place? Let me ask you that. Spoiler free. Of course. Like, like I, I, I like Ethan Hawke. I, I,
2: I I saw it about four or five years ago. I don't remember. It might have been something as simple where like, uh, you know, on YouTube, they'll break down like certain movies, you know, just randomly, you know, the algorithms, right? Mm-hmm. YouTube knows I'm a theater. I'm, 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 a, I'm a movie geek. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it'll just pop up different things. And I might have seen like something that suggested it or just, you know, they started reviewing the movie or giving a spoiler of the whole movie. It might have just been something like that. And I'm like, that sounds really good. And it was just like a quick synopsis. And then I watched it. And then I watched it again. Then I said, I told my wife, "You got to watch this movie." So I have someone to talk to about it. Um, yeah. Oh. So that's kind of how I was introduced to it. it. Was it was just a random chance, and, and you, it's not a movie. And it, and it was produced in produced and made in Australia, right? So again, um, yeah, pro, it's, yeah. It's, we, you know, it, it wasn't a, a big. You know, I think it says uh, it at the beginning,
1: isn't it? Like Australian yep. films or something. Right. like Yeah. So, one so of the it's credits? like
2: again, there's a, there's multiple reasons that this wouldn't have come across our path unless you just follow all of Ethan Hawke's work. You wouldn't right. know about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and
1: yeah. Go ahead. As a home as a home theater movie, it's pretty yeah. good too.
2: Okay. It good. is.
1: It's like so you know the um the revolver that he uses. Yep. Right? Multiple times. Yeah. That's yeah. Multiple mm-hmm. times in the movie. Yep. But there's, in the opening scene, he, it, it, it's very jarring. It, it's like, it's very noticeable that you're like, wow, that was great. It's a hmm. very distinct, sounds like a revolver went off in my room. I mean, it's, hmm. it's that loud, that distinct. Um it, it didn't feel like they added a lot of like echo to it or something or, or over, overly played the sound. It was just literally like, bang, bang, like hmm. just really felt it in your chest and stuff. And it was like it was at that moment that I was like, oh wow, this could be a great home theater movie. And it's it's not one that like the rest of the movie, you're like, oh, all this stuff is going on. But there are I mean, clarity of voice, all of that. I mean everything everything was very that's, nice. Nicely that's done. That's good to know. Yeah. It was very nicely done. Uh and there are more gunshots later. There's some action sequences that come up and it's It's not one that you would be like, throw this reference. I can't think of anything other than, like I said, those gunshots. So it's definitely worth watching in your theater. But this is one that I would say, knock yourself out and watch it on your iPhone, for God's sakes, because once you get this story in your head, you're like, you want to sit, like you said, you want to sit down and talk with somebody. I think I watched
2: it on my, my computer screen. I mean, you know, with ear, with headphones on. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah you can totally stay in it because yeah, of the storyline. Because once, he, once the story
1: plays out and you're at the end of that movie, I was so glad my, my son came in and sat down and watched the end of it with me, because I don't know if you heard me say, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, like he wasn't with me at the beginning. I was going to watch, um, uh, bullet train. If he was going to watch a movie and it was a like, fun movie.
2: I've enjoyed seen,
1: it. I still haven't seen it yet because you, we're going to watch it together. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's not realistic, but who cares? It's, Brad it's a Pitt fun. in an action. It is so fun. It's so train. fun. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you so, just want to have fun, go watch that. But yeah. So yeah, you, you're going to watch that. But then. So I was yeah. going to
1: watch that, and like, mm-hmm. like I said, like halfway through, maybe a third of the way through, he comes in. And he's like, "Oh, I can't do the thing." I'm like, "Let me get you caught up." Yeah, because yeah. Because I'd already had the gears turning. Like, what is going on here? Uh-huh. Right, and it, it in um. I'll tell you later, right when the party came in, it might've been halfway, but it's like, Oh, it,
2: that's a lot. To but anyway, so I reveal. get him caught
1: up. He sits down, watches the end of the movie with me. And I was so grateful that he was there. Cause we just sat there for an hour going, <sighs> what the hell did we just witness? And we're yeah, like, but then I this. didn't have
2: anyone to talk to for mine. You know? Oh, so I was like, yeah,
1: It's like, it, and how it can is you explain
2: it? like, it's not, it's not gross. It's not like, it, would you say it's disturbing? That's not the right it gives a wrong impression. Yeah. Twisted, maybe twisted, but not, I, I, I think before, it's not mo- like, not like seven. It's not gritty no. and gross. It's, it's like probably one of the story. most
1: creatively done yes. time travel yeah. movies that I've ever right. seen. And it answers. I don't even want to say it raises an age old question until we get to spoilers, because once you say that it kind of gives stuff away and it's i mean it's there's so many things do you you want it i mean we've built it up enough if you haven't seen it pause right now because future dj making another appearance if you'd like to jump ahead to two hours 18 minutes and 30 seconds you can pick up the spoiler free talk with more home theater talk and recommendations see you there the popcorn's popping now that All means right. here we go we're gonna get into
2: oh my gosh can you believe what happened I oh know. my gosh this movie is so nuts
1: we're we're ending on this so just pause it right here come back to it after you've seen predestination with ethan hawk from 2014 uh wherever you can find it grab it it's on amazon i think what did i say i said the other day i think it's only a few bucks like eight bucks Four or Four.
2: Yeah. yeah it's, like it's not yeah, but to render. All right.
1: So, the popcorn's done popping. So, feel free. We can get into some spoilers <laughs> here. Uh, what,
2: what the heck, man? What the heck so I, looked it, I, I looked it up. So,
1: here's the big spoiler Which came first, the chicken or the egg? That's, that's what this movie is based on.
2: The rooster?
1: I, yeah. But then, what happens when the chicken, egg, and rooster are all the same person?
2: It's perverse.
1: It's not. It's so. <laughs> to be fair, so and this uh, is one of the things. It's the it's baby. not. It, it's not even. Here's the thing. This is what's so mind mind blowing about it. It's not even incest.
2: No, because it's just you. Right? You are. You are. But you, you are don't exist without with you. I know john
1: where do we go from here it's now, like you don't exist without you you had to do you had to
2: be around to create you right and so and then one of the partners you. one of the right and so one of the partners <laughs> the male counterpart knew that that was himself herself itself he knew it she didn't ethan Hawke did What's interesting on the, is, on the park bench, the park bench when they fell in love, right? With each other. Okay. So, so at, on that level, <laughs> the, the male version, not, not the Ethan Hawke version, but the male version of her, the, 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 the actress Snook, I, I think I'm saying it Shook Snook. The female, yeah. but the male version of her right. knew knowingly had relations with her. She didn't know any better, but he did. The, the, the female male version, the actress. Right. So he knew what was going on. He knew he was about to engage in with himself, a relationship now. So she didn't at that point, but, but, but then there's the, the baby and then he steals the baby and then he shoots (laughs) shoots himself and he says, if you shoot me, you're going to become me. And he still does it. Ah, the heck. So but, it was based on a short story, a book okay. by kind of a famous author, and then it was picked up, called like All the Zombies or something. I'm not going to remember. It's something like All the Zombies, and then some brothers, kind of like the Wachowski, you know, it's like brothers that, that directed a bunch of movies together, and they... Um, Ironic they, you they,
1: use their name, because they became women. Hmm. That Interesting,
2: funny? I used the Wachowski brothers because yes. it was a I, I talked about the Fairley brothers, the Wachowskis, who now they're Lana and whoever, they're both right female now. I think they're both right. female now, yes. Yeah. Uh, what was what did they do before the Matrix? They did Dark City. If you haven't seen Dark yeah. City, see Dark yep. City. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So that's Wachowski. And they were they were that made that's the one I think that kind of made them famous. But um yeah, so uh yeah. And what's funny so, is if so somebody clips two brothers this, directed this.
1: John, if somebody clips this part of the podcast and it's like we're talking about the Wachowski brothers, you know, they did Matrix, but the Wachowski sisters did the mat- the latest Matrix, right? Right. And it's like, so okay. Yeah. It's it sounds like we're talking about that, but I'm like, no, this totally fits with this movie. That's true.
2: Because it's like, you like know. it must have been in my brain that I was thinking. Right. About and it's just that, funny how yeah. you said the Wachowski. I was like,
1: wait a minute i i just how the creative mind that came up with this entire idea i i'm thinking there were maybe some drugs involved maybe you Um, know
2: he's an an older guy actually he was a military was he was in the military he he got out of the military because he had tuberculosis i'm not reading i'm 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 remembering um what else and then he just started writing short stories and science fiction but yeah, I mean, I don't know if he came up with that instantly, or it was years of developing and figuring out how to write it. It's, where you, yeah. Where you have, like, w- at what point did it really start? It's just this, the snake eating its own tail, tail. right? Like, like, you got this, you have a baby that develops into a character, but the character later, and it, it, they make it seem uh, natural to, like, and, and then it become, he becomes this other person, and then they get together, And later there's time travel involved and yeah, without time travel, the
1: story doesn't work because the baby has to go back and be raised to become the woman.
2: Right. The the, the adult uh, version of the baby stole the baby out of the, out of the maternity ward. Right. He stole him. He kidnapped himself and dropped him off at the orphanage.
1: But he also went back and impregnated himself.
2: He did. He was not shooting blanks. And it even, it like it. No, that was the miracle that all of a sudden they said, because he was born. He said, I'm not, I'm not shooting blanks. Like, right. So like all of it was explained. There wasn't a lot of, from what I can tell, there was not a lot of plot holes. They explained it very well. I thought so.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you want to call a plot, I mean, is it possible? No, that would be. But if you live within that realm, if you if you yeah. accept that these things are all possible, time like travel, time travel, right. meaning yeah. right. So yeah. if you're going in, if you you've allowed that to happen, and then but here's the thing. Now here's the this is where the discussion comes. Like the the plot hole is is this like how does this happen in the first place? Where did that's the chicken and the egg? Because right. where does the baby come from in the first place? Never mind the other character. That works for the that government that had been mm-hmm. that knows all of all this stuff. Yeah, how did he first discover this? Do you discover it? none of this? It's not that's the plot hole. The whole entire right. movie is a giant plot hole because how does the baby get born in the first place if the baby isn't already there? If yep. if it hadn't already grown up to create trouble, itself, man, that'll
2: mess you up. Time travel
1: mess Th- you up. That's what I'm saying. This entire thing messes you mm-hmm. up because it's like. Mm-hmm. That you, who are your parents? You. You're right. both. You're you you're your dad and your mom, and you're you. But you're 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 oh. your maker and you're also your killer. Like you're yeah. you're your ultimate demise. Later
2: on. Right. And then the person you've been seeking throughout the whole movie to take down, and it is that's you too.
1: And I thought it was great that it's like, like obviously they open up when he first gets shot the bomb or not shot, but the bomb goes off in his face. Uh So you have that happen. And then you get the line. Oh, my own mother wouldn't recognize me.
2: Right. Right. Which Which, again, it explains it.
1: Correct. Which kind of explains this, but it makes you start to think like, now what I thought was interesting is I wish they hadn't said anything in the synopsis about time travel, because Mm -hmm. there's a certain portion of this movie And I would say it's right up until that, that bar scene when Mm -hmm. she's explaining her life to Ethan
2: Hawke. Like, yeah. Do you want to hear the craziest story ever? Right.
1: And then they bet the bottle, right? The bottle of Uh liquor. And they're like, I'll bet you this. And so she, so you're getting the entire backstory and, but you don't know, you don't know about time travel yet in the movie. It hasn't been Mm displayed. They know that, you know, that Ethan Hawke works for this mysterious
2: I think they had to save just to get enough people hooked to watch. To get it. you to, to, to check yeah. this out, right? But it would have been cool if they hadn't. Like, like, remember The Dust Till Dawn? Yes. It was like written by Quentin Tarantino, but it had George but Clooney you and Quentin Tarantino. Yes.
1: Right. And it's like I was lucky movie. enough to experience that without knowing what was okay. going to happen. And you're yeah, like,
2: Yeah, it was like a, this trucker movie or a, a biker movie, right? A right. biker, trucker movie. Yeah, George and Clooney. Sudden, and you're like, it's a vampire with oh, Juliette Lewis, um, yeah. Harvey Keitel, yeah, and you don't know, and then and then it becomes a vampire movie. Like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome! What happened? That's crazy! What the heck happened? Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah, it it went to the ridiculous, it and you loved because it. it didn't advertise that, right? No, I didn't. didn't I don't believe you. So. I, mean, I don't believe from what so. I remember. Yeah, and then it, then the movie just goes nuts with bats and vampires and everything. But yeah, if they hadn't mentioned time travel, it might have just helped the. You, you're hooked on it, but they had to get you hooked first, I think. Right. So they had to mention it. But even wh- even with the time travel,
1: right? So now you know, oh, my own mother wouldn't recognize me. My gears are turning and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to go back. He's, his mother this and that. You you can't unravel the events that are about to take place. The Understand that this one character is played by these multiple people. And it's all one character and to understand like, but
2: five characters and there's hardly anyone else in the movie.
1: Yeah. And like at that point when he, when Ethan Hawke takes her back in time. Right. Well, it was her as a man. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's before the surgery to become Ethan Hawke. So he's taken her back and you're going to meet uh, that's when you find out the person that she met on the park bench that never comes back was actually right. her as a man. She doesn't. And at that point in her life, she didn't know that she's going to have that right. surgery too. To
2: exactly. become a man. Yeah. They because, were surprised too. It it, it it was, it was, yeah, they had the surprises as well as we did. Right. right. Like, oh, I, I didn't know I was going to bump into her and it was really me. And I was going to say the right thing to her. And then, and then he felt bad. He didn't want to leave her on the park bench. You know, he wanted to stay with her. Cause like, I can't do that to her because he knows the pain of it, how it felt to be left. Right. Like, no, you have to leave because then Ethan Hawk's like, I'm you also. And you have to leave. What the but heck? But here's the thing. When you go
1: back, so say, say you're her, Right. Which is him, <clears throat> but say you go back, yeah. you, <clears throat> you can't stop it, right? You've already told the story in the bar as the woman you're like, who used to be a man, which by the way, quick little segue here. Um, When Ethan Hawke feigns the surprise that she's a man. Uh-huh. In the bar. Remember in the bar when she goes. Right. And yeah,
2: then yeah. And she like, looked
1: what? right. And he, and yeah, then he, 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 acts he, surprised. he, he, feigns the surprise, but only enough to be like, no, no, I just thought you were like, almost like she, he, he, the acting job that went on there in hindsight looks is insane because right. he has to pretend the character has to pretend that he's surprised. But then the character is trying to act like he wasn't Normal. surprised. Right. Right. Not because yeah. he yeah, didn't yeah. want to insult this person in front of him who is now a quote like transgender. Right. Yeah. Because clearly the person in front of him is somewhat y- you could go either way. You could assume either way. Right. Right. So that character that Ethan Hawke is playing is supposed to be like, I thought you were a woman.
0: Right. Oh no, you I thought to, you
1: were a man. I'm I thought sorry. you were a man. Oh, I thought you were a woman, man. And he says, goes, and she when goes, I when I grew girl. up as a young girl and he goes, oh, yeah. what? what? Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. But he's him. So he's right. acting oh, he surprised, right. but he knows the story act. that she's going right. to tell. Cause he was the one that told the story. Exactly. He's right. talking to himself. Yeah. That entire she scene, started
2: out. She was born as a hermaphrodite with two fully functional, but
1: she didn't know
2: right it was but like she didn't she, know that was she didn't know that was possible broad. uh she didn't she didn't know that that wasn't normal that that two sets of genitalia were See, not I normal think, i thought she had the
1: male si- side of her was hidden from her as well i thought she thought she was a woman and she had the male side up in like it was literally she had it, it, it like up, it could have Cause they it could have been because they remember when they had the um, when she
2: had the baby that's when she got the hysterectomy right. and fully changed her into a man
1: right then they they did the surgery cuz the only thing they could do was to make her cuz she always thought like i'm a woman enough that trauma. she could get pregnant right yeah, not yeah. only well that's hmm, to be fair, the person that she had sex with to be, to have the baby in the first place was her. So that's going to be an understanding participant, correct?
0: Uh, so,
1: right, yeah. uh, so maybe you're right. I don't know, but I was assuming that it was like, she, it was unbeknownst to her that she even had that genitalia at all. It could have, and it kind of like unfolded. Very,
2: that makes <laughs> right. And, and that makes more sense to me because I'm like, how could this very, very intelligent person right who's already gone through so hyper intelligent
1: um, too yeah yeah
2: yeah. hardcore intelligent she didn't know th- what normal male and female look like so yeah maybe she didn't realize it because it was like up inside
1: right and and at that time they didn't have the technology they they found out about it when they did the physical and they actually they saw it on like an x-ray or something they right, saw right. like and told her it, 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 it and they even said like they never showed you they just like you you saw what I saw, right? And we're all like, as a viewer going, what'd they see? What did they see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you right. weren't sure, like, does she have cancer? Does she have this, something? But as it plays out, you're like, it's like, I thought that was very presumptuous of them to be like, yeah. well, you happen to have this extra set of, you know, genitalia there. So we got rid of the old one and we made you a new one. And her and reaction and, out, in, in the bed, and... she's like, yeah. so you just made me a man? <laughs> right. Yeah. But then as the movie plays out you're like okay so now let's get back to the part where she goes for the first time in her life she goes back in time and she runs into herself yep. at that moment if that's you john like you go back you're like i have to act all this i know what's going to happen here
2: right if i don't it's predestination to exist, like right it, it's, like uh like like Back to the Future, and the the right. photograph's going to disappear. I I have to do it this the same way.
1: And that, yeah. how are you not like freaking out that you're realizing? Like, wait a minute, I go back in time, and because the way that Ethan Hawke, meaning him, leads this person up to this, and set which is him or her, and he says, and then when they they run into each other on that rainy night. And they, he sees himself for the first time. And then it, it must all just fill in all for them. It all filled in for us. We were still in the dark, right? right. It, what right. we were not a hundred percent sure. You start to fill it out and you're like, is this really what's going on here? This is weird. And then you're like, mm-hmm. and then you start to guess that, wait a minute, that's him talking to her. Wait a minute. How are they going to manipulate? It? Cause that's the baby that's hit And then but that character,
2: how do you have to do it? Yeah, you, you can't, right. You, you have to, you have to let it play out and, and yeah, you can't stop. You can't, uh, I'm not going to do it the same way. No, you have to, or you will never exist. And then you're not going to be able to save all those people, you know, and all the different, uh, time travel events, you know, so you have to, you have to let it happen and she, you have to let her, you know, experience the pain of being left. And yeah, it's crazy. It yeah, and then but but well, well written yeah. Then you get to the end
1: when he has to kill himself, right? And the one that's getting killed, the older one who has been there ponytail yeah has been there for a while. So now he knows he's going to die because he was him on the other side. He this is all predetermined predestination. That's the entire thing, and it's like, why does he pull the trigger? The same reason, quote unquote, he pulled the trigger back on the park bench when they were mm-hmm. uh, they hooked up with himself. He knows he has to do this because the the, loop. the circle of life, whatever, yeah. has to continue.
2: He has to complete that loop, man.
1: And and it's like, so like, is his stress when he pulls that trigger? Like, is it more? Like, I don't want to do this, but I know I have to. Well, and
2: he says, I'm, I'll never become you. But
1: he does. Because he's looking at himself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I... go figure.
1: It's like, you could just pop the, hit, hit replay on the movie and you get to watch it all over again. It's the same thing. Cause that's what yep. they're going through. And, and that's where you get that chicken and the egg thing. Like, how does right. any of. Th- I, I. Like my stomach's getting in knots just thinking of it. Like just,
2: yeah. It makes a good watch party with a bunch of adults. It makes a good watch party. Cause they can just talk about it and then just be. Yeah. Don't watch it with little kids and have them
1: ask where the kids
2: come from. (laughs) No, but where do babies come from? It's it's just a way to like, you can be in the room confused together for hours and try to talk through it and try to make it make sense. You're not really going to. No, but it, it's but, but that's what that's why it's a good movie because it just it it gives you a discussion. and It could keep going like the movie. It could just keep going. Yeah, yeah. You know another one another movie that really really surprised me. Um, and it's way more popular, way more popular. But when you watch it the first time, mm-hmm. you, you ne- you'll never have that experience again. Uh, Tom Cruise, Magnolia. Yeah. You've seen that movie? Oh, yeah. So it's a great, the acting, Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, um, who else is in it? Um, uh, Julianne Moore. So wonderful movie. Passionate. Acting. It's just an action, not act, an acting-filled movie. Right. It's straight, like, dialogue. Um, passionate. But then, I know, we're not doing spoilers here because this movie. Right. And then the way it ends, you're like, uh, what, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I just got through a very dramatic movie. What the heck yeah. just But that's happened? what causes the discussions, right? Right. It, it's, yeah. And that was P.T. Anderson and P.T. Anderson's he's he's a he's quirky like that um what that that movie was another movie one of the one of the movies that i always like hey have you seen this movie no then i gotta watch it with you because i want to experience it for the first time and the only way i can feel that experience again is watching someone that's never seen this movie so i can turn to them when that happens in magnolia and they go what 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 am i watching now i'm like i don't know It just happens. That's how I felt
1: too. I was just, exactly. Cause you're sitting there watching it when you get to that putt, the end. You're like, your, your head, your eyes go off the screen and on to whoever you're with. (laughs) You're like, I can't wait to see this. And and honestly, that's where, and why is it
2: happening?
1: I know. I, I think, (laughs) I think predestination is probably the worst, though. Not the worst, the best. That's got to be the, for me. I mean, even more so than, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Oh, i forget the name of it
2: what happens who's in it
1: i thought it was another uh time travel movie not a is it where everything goes backwards
2: oh memento memento that's the one. Oh, that's um
1: and that, that's another uh is he from new zealand or australia or something like that dang it uh, the
2: director of that is very famous now why can't i know I, this is this is what we we're talking about Now, I'm in front of everyone. Everyone knows the memento director. Guys, I know the memento director. I just can't (sighs) tell you who it is. Because then he went on to do more mainstream stuff. Christopher Nolan. I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Right. Thank God for IMDb. Yeah. No, I didn't. I did IMDb. (laughs) Okay. But no, thank you. Thank you. But isn't it good we have that? Yeah. Um, Christopher Um, Nolan. That was a great movie. But had... Unless as far as I know, that was the first movie that did it. And after that tons of movies, we did it. No mental was awesome. Cause it was all over the place and you didn't know what was going on, but it was right. going backwards. I don't know a movie that did it before that. And then after that, there was a lot because of the, I because of that movie.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen that one in years. I forget how they so did good. it, but it was like, things are going backwards.
2: Right. Because he, but because it wasn't like had, a time
1: travel gimmick.
2: No, no, no. It was short term memory loss.
1: Right. That's what it was. So it starts right.
2: at the end and then you are going on this journey with him. And by the end, you have it figured out, but you're, but you're suffering along the way. Cause you don't know what's going right. on because he doesn't know what's going on because he has no short term memory. That's right. So I you're experiencing, stuff, you're, right? you're yeah, yeah. frustrated. Like he is throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah, funny. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, good movie. Uh, yeah, but that then he did, movie. he comes up with inception came after that.
2: Right, Christopher Nolan is. Um, I mean. and Tenet, Interstellar, and
0: Interstellar,
2: Interstellar, and and Inception are definitely my favorites. Um, so he's doing a new one, and I want to say it's about the atomic bomb. Yes, what's that called? Uh, I, I'm sure that's good. I'm sure I'll watch it. Yeah. I did not. Here's why I did not like Tenet. It was. I don't know if Christopher Nolan could explain Tenet. It was so convoluted way but more than it? inception. I don't know. you can watch inception 5 or 6 times and then you'd be able to explain all of the intricacies. I don't know if I still have yet to see a YouTube video that explains tenant well because it's I, I still don't get it.
1: I think tenant's a lot like predestination in a different way because you're like yeah, how does this happen? Especially when they use they they use the term the pincer move Where they're coming at them from different directions, but it's different. And and then when they have the high shots, and some of the guys are like, from depending on the time As a home theater movie, it's
2: amazing, I'm sure.
1: Yes, it is. It's it's incredible. I I talked about it. That scene, it's very early on in the movie, but when the trains, when it's very early on, and you have the character sitting in the chair, and the trains are going by on either side, they pull his teeth, remember? That's at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. The main oh, character, uh, the protagonist, he's
2: sitting between the trains, outside the trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right, right, right. And he's yeah. I, his his name is the protagonist. That is, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like. Uh-huh. But anyways, the trains are going by on either side of your room, but they're panning like on the I think whichever side it is. One side mm-hmm. they're going from front to rear, and the other side's going from rear to the front, and the pans awesome. are going that direction. You're sitting in the middle, and it's like it's like you're in between the trains. Mm-hmm. So as a mm-hmm. home theater movie. Never mind the base is just insane. Mm-hmm. I just watched the opening to that last week. I talk about it. I, I just, I was like, I got to see this again. Yeah. That's um,
2: definitely a good demo. It, it, absolutely. Sure. Well, but story
1: wise time travel and the way they're, they're manipulating Your brain that
2: hurts on that one
1: because the beginning of the movie wraps to the end of the movie. So like, it's yeah. not a movie. It's not a linear, it goes in a circle.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: So it's like, it's like buttons up and you're like, you have to imagine it that way, which is a lot like interstellar. The world, the the universe is like this. It's like, yeah. it's crazy. I love yeah. that. It's like, it, it it could be dead on. That's how things work. Or it's so far out there. that Never. No, you're so far off. It doesn't matter. It's just creative. It's fun.
2: But, but my, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. So Christopher Nolan's like a big one right now, but who I am loving now. And I don't know now. I mean, we, we ended, we're ending with spoilers, but I, so I don't know. Maybe we should save this next time, uh, just because I don't know are people going are the scared people not going to watch the rest of this because they stopped at the spoiler. Um, the the director I'm loving now is um, I'll say it correctly, Denis Villeneuve. Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah. But it's Denis. Yeah. So Dune, right? Yeah. So so we, everything he's done is ridiculously good. Have you seen? Um, with Hugh Jackman, so he did the hmm. kidnap movie, Prisoners. No, I didn't. Have see Have you that seen one. Prisoners? No. Oh my gosh! So Jake Gyllenhaal okay. and Hugh Jackman. Okay. Oh, okay. And and Paul Dano, so the Riddler okay. from the Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that on. So Denis Villeneuve. He's he's my he he has reached that level. So Prisoners, he did enemy before that also jake gyllenhaal that movie's okay that's another one at the end of the movie you're gonna go what the did i just watch what (laughs) did i just watch so it's called enemy it's also the same same director and maybe even writer and he obviously likes jake gyllenhaal um and then then he did dune yeah and what else did he do uh um he did the Um. arrival You've seen the Arrival, right? With uh, uh, Lois Lane in the the yeah, new Superman, arrival, Lois yeah, Arrival, yeah, with
1: um, uh, with uh, uh, oh, what's with his name them. from the Marvel movies, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeremy so, Renner.
2: So Jeremy Renner's in it, and um, oh, the black guy—he's been around forever. He's so good. You just love everything he's in. Forrest Whitaker. Oh yeah. So yep. yeah. So so the Arrival. He he did Sicario. So tell me a movie that's not amazing. Like Uh, he only did amazing movies from the very beginning
1: blade runner 2049
2: blade runner. Like all of these are are like, like he instantly was a success and he has not done a stinker yet. Just incredible movie maker. And, and then, so, so I, I was really pumped. I'm like, this guy's amazing. So yeah, all these great movies. So I went back to see, okay, what was his first movie? Was it Piranha two like cameron yeah. but it wasn't it, so it was a true story in canada because he's french canadian and it was the story i think the worst school massacre ever or at least in canada um and that was pre-columbine oh wow. and he did a he did a movie about that um about that 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 event and it's, it's called polytechnic so it was the, the okay. name is like a French name, but Polytechnic something was the name of the college, but the movie's called Polytechnic, or yeah, Polytechnic, I believe that was the name. I think that was his first feature length. And again, just good for for, for an actor, for, for a director for his first feature length, Um, you know, very low budget, but yeah. just good and intriguing. You know what's going to happen. It's a true story. You know, it wasn't spoilers. You know what's going to happen. So that's that's hard to watch but done really really well so and then of course dune 2 is right around the corner right yeah i thought that was i thought that was going to be one movie and when when first of all uh. dune from the 1982 or whatever that was that was such a bad movie and that dude's twisted that's the guy that did uh, twin peaks right what's his face uh um, twin peaks tv show but um yeah david uh, is, it, is it yes david?
1: oh yes um I know it's off the tip of my tongue too.
2: Anyways, the the old Dune movie—can we just all admit it was horrible? Even though some people love it, you're weird. If you like that movie, you're weird. <laughs> but the new one is just incredible. But it's all we had.
1: That's the thing. I know. That's why I people know. loved it. It's like I know. I liked it. I didn't think it was great because I'm not really a fantasy per I, at the time, especially I wasn't but really was a so fantasy goofy. person. But so this bad. new Dune, it's not goofy oh. at all. And I'm, i i, I mean, couldn't get enough of this.
2: The, the sound, the yeah. sights, the sounds, the scenes, yes. DJ. That—that <laughs> that sounds, dude. Like that is the most immersive movie I have seen. They do Ooh. that is done so well. Every yeah. character is great. The just the the mixing, the video, everything about that is just. That, is a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like. I mean, I like Shawshank. But that's the story. But as the as a full encapsulating immersive movie, I don't know if you can ever beat Dune. Uh, as a fully encapsulated movie, because just every it has every like the sound mixing the
0: rawr, Yeah, just that's true.
1: That's <laughs> everything true. is just gritty on a big
2: you, screen. You can you a... can feel the sand.
1: Yes, but that's the thing is I love it in the theater because it's like on the big screen in the four K with the H that you can hear you can see the spice. <sighs> In the air right right and i have it on uh i have 3d version too and it's the spice on the 3d version is really nice but the Mm. 4k version is just so so good so that movie came out this year that on disc that came out Uh in january i believe january or february of Uh 2022 so when we do our year-end wrap-up that's (sighs) in the running everybody so everybody thinks
2: and top it, gun dang it Maverick's why did dune problem. and why did dune and maverick have to well, be the batman in the same year and the well, batman yeah. you got that I mean, that was that it's good but immersiveness you can't beat top gun and, and dune but but that good i mean for what it is dune, the dude. batman, batman was great
1: a, it's another great i yep. mean i didn't think you could take a i don't i i didn't think a move a comic book movie would rise to the level that christopher nolan hit right where right. The, you it's actually make it's, a cinema fit type film right out it's of just
2: a, a crime and i think if he, if they had gone action christopher nolan style it might not have done as well but when they took the whole nother when they diverged and made it more of a crime film noir detective crime noir drama noir yeah i mean good i mean good on them knowing that that's that was going to be a, the better way to take it yeah. Um, no, I, no, it was, it was great. And I heard they're doing a spinoff with the penguin. Do you hear that? There's a show.
1: Yeah. I it's heard a that show, but
2: multi-episodic. Mul-
1: yeah. A series supposed to be, I don't so know cool. what's going with, on now. That, I, I um, think
2: it's Colin Farrell is going to be doing it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Supposedly. I don't know if it's still going with whatever happened with the discovery merge and stuff. I know a lot of crap got cut. Mm. Uh, mm. hopefully that didn't, um, uh, but yeah. we'll
2: see. Uh, so let me s- so again, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, see all his movies, guys. Because did you? There was he one here. I pulled stinker. it up on uh, so good.
1: on the colli- on the by name. Incendies. Okay. Did you see that one? Incendies. Incendies. I n c e n d i e s. Incendies. Incendies. So that was probably before Polytechnic. Was it a short 2010. film? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. He was a director. He was a writer. Director uh, writer. It's in Cindy's. I, nobody in it that I would recognize. Mm-hmm. Lumna Isabel is the lead cast person. here. Yeah, Melissa. probably Canadian
2: or French or. Yeah, yeah
1: it's a uh, synopsis twins journey to the Middle East in an attempt to fulfill their mother's dying request of uncovering their family roots. It's rated it, R
2: for some strong language and violence. Two hours. It doesn't minutes. sound captivating, but because of the director, I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. Because, dude, he doesn't know how to do a bad movie. He's just really dang good.
1: It's Yeah, it's He's from 20, it. 2010. Huh. So it's not even yeah, that old. Not that uh, old at all. Enemy came out in 2013. Enemy. Okay,
2: so go watch Enemy.
1: Prisoners <laughs> came out in 2013 that's as well. My,
2: yeah. Yep. You, I put them all on my
1: wish list. I put yeah, those pr- two. Prisoners, oh, yeah, those prisoners on my wish is list. great.
2: And uh, you have children. Um, yes, I do. What would you do if you found your child's kidnapper. So Prisoners, there you go. No, that was a very good movie, and Enemy was just like, Enemy is definitely a what the heck type movie, Um, and that's good. Now, totally different, totally different, but a movie I always recommend, and I don't even know if it's mainstream. More people that I ask have not seen this, but then then there's a total following who have, so I can't figure out who, like the genre people that have seen this or the demographics of people that have seen this and haven't, have you seen equilibrium with Christian Bale?
1: Uh, I feel like
2: I have. Sci-fi. I've seen a lot of his stuff. What year was that from? Mm. Uh, it's a sci-fi. It's like, like brave new world. It's like, uh, um, you know, uh, like, like, a. Yeah, you know, like Brave New World or a post. Yeah. Not, I don't want to say not 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 apocalyptic, but kind of like The Island with. Yeah, it's from two thousand and two. Um,
1: oh, it's older uh, than I
2: thought. I would have said like eight, two thousand eight. Yeah, I've, it's fun.
1: Uh, yeah, director writer Kurt Wimmer, uh, Emily Watson's in it.
2: So it, it doesn't day look day familiar day. to you. It does.
1: It does. Okay, especially when uh, in a it, the gun synopsis, in a futuristic gun world, kata,
2: gun, gun. kata. What's that? K-A-T-A. So Kata, you know, like karate. Kata karate is like kata, forms. Yep. So Gun Kata, that's what he learned. It's just, okay, so all these other movies, like uh, to compare that in the same segment as Dune and Don't, but it was just a movie that as we were talking, I said, I've got to have DJ because that's just a fun movie. If you're like, I need 90 minutes and I want to watch something fun, I don't have to think too hard. It's, it's I want to say it's on the lines of Matrix. When did the Matrix come out?
1: uh 90, 99, 99
2: I think. 98. something like that okay yeah. so this is so it's along the lines of that uh style of fighting and movie and guns and moving out of the way not bullet time as much but yeah um it's it's a fun it's just a freaking fun um futuristic type of movie where you know it's it's you against the man because it's you know this futuristic government that is trying to control you but equilibrium it's a lot of fun um but yeah see prisoners and uh, an enemy would be my recommendation
1: and and once i see them i'll tell steve that was a great recommendation
2: yeah you know why you know why i'll tell you why you think it's steve because he sounds intelligent because he's the british guy he's got the accent you know he's exactly. a he's you know he's this um uh he's a lawyer he's it's not foreign. the dumb american yeah yeah if i had this british accent i'd be on every week with dj my gosh yeah he gets all he gets all the glory
1: oh oh yeah when he first came on it was like oh finally you're classing the place up actually it was when he was on the first time he was on like takeover tuesday people like you're finally classing the place up and i think steve and i even talked about it was the accent and stuff and how like, like it's just like it, British accent is to us is intelligence and like Boston Southern. Those are dumb people <laughs> right.
0: like, Yeah, yeah.
1: T- talking about you want to sound stupid.
2: Mark Right. talking to Mark Wahlberg. Accent. You're 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 yeah. And, but, if, and but I made if you that sound joke like... to him.
1: You don't want your doctor saying to you, be like, all right, we're going to open you right up here. And then we're going to, you know, and we're going to make a couple of mm. incisions. It's going to be
2: wicked. Awesome. <laughs> like, right. uh, Uh, doc yeah Yeah. let me see (laughs) another one but then yeah and then you have you know attenborough right he directed all of the you know all the life films all of the the um the nature films was always directed by british yeah yeah, richard attenborough directed all of yeah you you got this beautiful this beautiful um was it david attenborough he one they're brothers right there's david attenborough and richard attenborough
1: i don't know I don't know that I, I, my depth of knowledge was right where but I But again,
2: am. yeah. British. Cause cause you sound intelligent. If any if right. British people say, it just sounds like, yeah, like know what they're talking about. But he did have a point though.
1: There are British accents that don't sound as intelligent mm. as others. And Maybe. Steve did them
2: when we talked about it. He was like, Oh, oh. if you sound like this. Oh, more of like a Cockney, a Cockney mm-hmm. accent. Exactly. Like, so, uh, Oh, like a, uh, Oh, that's such a good movie. Snatch where yes. they played all the gypsies yep. and Brad Pitt that I, I don't know if that's Cockney. That might not even be the right. Thing. Yeah, but you can barely understand yeah, it.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you, yeah. and that's that's what um, uh, Steve was saying when he was first on. He's like, I hope I don't like you understand. Like I understand him perfectly. I get like uh-huh. when he says something, and it's like I might not have ever heard it before, but I can take it yeah. out of context in in context. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it is funny. It's like,
2: well, thank him after you see these movies. Thank him for me i w- <laughs> can, uh, and uh recommending them
1: now yeah. i want to watch one before i talk to him again just so i can say it. yeah throw him off just say it again like just did this like, happen again are Steve, we still- this was great it was so uh just that come full circle in the show here it, it, it was just it well, was of sick I, I, feeling it was but
2: no that's hilarious i knew it would be I good feel, i feel bad because we're not staying on the same theme we did more when we did talk about movies we definitely didn't talk home theater maybe it's just because i don't have mine yet so i hope i hope your guests and listeners aren't too or your listeners aren't too um
1: no but that's what i want like i said when i started take over to having guests on it's really about what you want to talk about and if we don't talk theater at all home theater at all because i because we are i've said it before we're all more than just our theaters so there will come i think it's interesting that people have come on here and we've talked about different things like cars and sure, other interests. And then yeah. everybody says, Oh, I'm interested in that too. And that that's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not joking. I know some people aren't fans of Joe Rogan, but the format I love. And it's like right. the idea kind of all like, over
2: the place. But yep. Yeah. The yep. discussion. And yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. this form. is about.
1: We're starting at home theater. That's our common ground, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean we have to stay there.
2: And but I did get all of my led lights installed today. Oh, nice. All of my, the low voltage stuff. So, yep. I have some arches. I have three Ooh. arches in the ceiling. All those LED lights got put in in multicolored Philips Hue, and yep. the risers also are Philips Hue. So um, and they'll all be app controlled. So all of my, all of that got done today. And then I don't know if I talked to you last. All my can lights are in. So all those got mm-hmm. put in. So and my carpet from friggin' California finally cuz it's been back ordered for months and months the ca- the the carpet is finally here i was told today and the carpet will be in on wednesday oh so and once the carpet's in i can get cuz my my theater seats and my couches have been, have been sitting in storage they've been sitting in storage cuz there's no carpet yet to put them on right. and it just it just makes it annoying if your furniture's here Um, so once the carpet's in, then I can get, I can get those and stop paying storage fees on them and get those in the theater room. And then it's, uh, dialing in all the electronics out of my mountain, out of my garage. So it's happening soon. It's happening soon. That's cool. This is like the last step, the last big push. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, putting that gear in though, are you doing it or are you having somebody put
2: it in for you? Well, yeah. So, so dream media is kind of like the the, the head the the you want to say the contractor but you know they, they they're the organizer and they're the they're the people that sold me the gear and the local company is btz mm-hmm. out of dfw so btz is doing the the install so they will be you know putting everything on the rack and getting it upstairs because the rack is actually on the lower level most most of the stuff except for like the the blu-ray player and stuff that'll be Upstairs, most of it will be downstairs. And yeah, they're gonna do all of that, but I wanna be involved as much as they will let me on that part of it. Um, so I can learn it and and become more knowledgeable myself in it. Cause like I said, something might happen and something's not going right. I wanna know what to reboot, what to start, what to look for. So to whatever degree they'll let me without stepping on the toes. And they're nice guys, but I also don't want to um, you know, I don't wanna be their little intern that asks them too many questions. So yeah. <laughs> So I'm yeah, I'm that's definitely too big of an undertaking to try to do on my own. And then be, then Dream Media will come back out. They will actually be doing the trinoff calibration Ooh. um with their fancy, fancy mic, because he has the uh, the the training in it, right? Because they're certified yeah. trinoff trainers. So Kellen from Dream Media will come out and they'll do all of the trinoff calibration with by nine point one nine point four point six system and then of course all the acoustical panels will need to be in by that point and all the furniture um but then my projector i don't know if i mentioned this um Uh-oh. you know that new well you know the new 25, 25 year limited jvc that just came out which is 150,000 yeah. contrast instead of the 100,000 contrast Are you getting that basically one? well no um <laughs> so it's basically it's it's a it's a hyped up better contrast 4100 right jvc uh 4k slash 8k projector i mean it's a it's a 4k with a 8k e-shift but um so anyways one of the things you if you if you buy one of those one of the things you get you get like a jacket and you get you get and the plaque but what you also pay for is they will take your projector and give it to um chris deering of sound and vision
1: i thought he came and did it I thought he calibrated it in your house. Maybe he'll
2: come to your house I think, for that I price, think Deering right?
1: comes out so, too. It's so Chris Deering,
2: whatever, he will come and calibrate it. I'm sending my projector to him. Oh, okay. And that might sound like weird, like how you can you calibrate it from someone else's house? Mm. Because they put he puts your screen material in front. He puts the exact distance from your lens to the screen. It's a fully blackout room. He gets everything as close to possible as he can to make that projector like it's yours. So all this, the, the, the same screen, yep. the same lighting control, whatever. And uh, so Chris Deering's going to be doing uh, the calibration for my projector. So nice. that, that will be sent away. But then yeah, everything on site will be calibrated in um, soon when Kellen comes out with the trend off.
1: And, so uh, how long do you lose yeah. your projector for that? That's gotta be weeks. I don't know. Uh, like the a lead time
2: on that as yeah. soon as it as soon as it's in my hands um the 3100 as soon as the 30 because i think i'm just going to do the 31 um Duh, which is what i have which is what i own and if i if i if i want a 4100 great but i'm going to lose i'm going to have to take a hit on the 3100 because it won't right. have the same warranty and the 3100 with a mad vr in a perfectly dark room at at, at 17 18 feet away where the projector is going to go I know the 3,100 will be magnificent. It's going to
1: be more than enough as it is.
2: Absolutely. So um, when I get that in my hand, it's, it, it, it's actually, last time I checked, it was in Scottsdale. So it's headed this way from Arizona. I will <laughs> ship that up immediately to Chris. To, so, so the lead time on that is not, uh, oh, is, okay. it, I'm not waiting that long. Right, so right, as right. soon as I get it in my lap, I'll send that off to like Washington where he is. And, uh, with, and he's deep dive AV. If you ever want to get, he will, mm-hmm. he'll calibrate anyone. So it's not some special thing. Um, and it's not too expensive to have him do it. To have right. Chris Deering, uh, calibrate your projector, deep dive AV out of, out of Washington. He'll hook you up. He'll take care of you. So I'm excited to have that. And then I can always say, you know, that's, yeah. that's like bragging rights. Yeah. But anyone can Absolutely. have it done. It's, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're spending, if you're spending that kind of money on a projector, I mean, I don't know. It's like a thousand bucks. It's like, it's better than I could do. I can't calibrate to his spec. I got a guy. Well, sure.
1: Yeah. But I don't know anyone. I know. That's the thing is I'm actually looking into something right now. That's, uh,
0: uh,
1: for people to do stuff like that. It's about the price of, um, a calibration and I wouldn't need it, but I'm thinking of actually buying it and trying it out. I got to look into it. John and I are talking about it. Cause he might get one too. Um, just because it's so hard to find a good calibrator. And if I, you know, Mm -hmm. mine's been calibrated. Uh, and if I can, if this thing is as close to it as possible, it wouldn't be a bad thing to recommend to people to be like, look, instead of getting a Cal, if you can't find a calibrator, this is a good alternative. So I'm looking into it, see what it is first.
2: It's a device that you're thinking Mm about.
1: Yeah. It's a calibration system. That's supposed to be, okay. You know, it's, pretty uh easy to do
2: okay.
1: um it's supposed to be pretty user-friendly
2: but you have your Lumigen too so yeah between those two things
1: yeah exactly yeah so sweet yeah so i'm gonna look into that but um
2: yeah so all right dj that good is about time. am i forgiven oh yes of uh, course i, I know. yes for sure yeah no good times um yeah I think i'll I'll, uh, I'll get some stuff for for my next visit that we can be ready to talk about and uh, you know I'll be more wrapped up on my theater room and eventually'll we'll, I'll get over on HD guys and we'll do yeah. we'll do some uh, some actual video and and pictures pictures of my and system stuff. so yep. I'll I'll let you organize that. You know where to find me when you're when you're yeah ready and, and they have time to to put me on and I on can, Twitter, you know, you're at Legal Beagle ready. okay dare you that's how you're going to end this that's how you're going to end this pocket it's like get up and walk out
1: hey it still says on the in the green room here it still says justice for brock i should have put justice for steve (laughs) oh so funny so you know what honestly though it is fun it's i mean you make mistakes like this and i mean it's such a great audience great listenership that it's like that's why i'm like oh i felt bad but at the same time this is going to be funny this is going to be wicked funny because i know people are you know, i knew you would be good about it i didn't think for a second you're going to be like what the hell i mean other than yeah. i know how i would feel if i were you i'd be like it was me, <laughs> like, it what was you... me. right but then getting yes. to listen to me suffer for like was it? it's so funny yeah so I'm trying, great.
2: like how did you finally yeah, i don't know did you go back no, I back. texted.
1: I DM'd you. I had you two did. guesses. I DM'd you. you, you, you said, I DM'd you. Yeah, you But said, I DM'd that, Andrew first because I, I was like, and like I said to you earlier, I'm like, I. The only reason I thought it was Andrew over you was because you and I just talked. I mean, your home theater journey was just so crazy that I, yeah. I. Everything else went out out of my head, right? So I was like, it had to be Andrew because, I'm like, I we talked movies and we talked a bunch uh-huh. of this, so I'm like, it had to be Andrew. And then once Andrew got back to me i dm'd him and i was like did we talk he replies he goes i don't know what's that
2: i even told <laughs> like, you i if i remember correctly i said dj pick up a pen right now write down predestination you probably I did, and i, I probably that. wrote yeah, yeah. it down
1: and i probably yeah yeah, yeah, it, yeah.
2: It, but i for the life of me i have no idea why i thought it was so steve funny. yeah i, no I forgot idea. that's right you yeah you texted me or you you uh I think on twitter whatever dm me and said was that you i'm like yes and by that time i think i had already seen the podcast oh that was it was so funny
1: maybe in the green room maybe it's because i mean it was like right after i hung up with steve that i was like Mm -hmm. i i got andrew and then it was the next day maybe he because he didn't get back to me right away and then i i dm'd you right away you still haven't
2: seen cabin in the woods have you nope nope you're you're too busy dj i know it's, that's, it's
1: like i watch a lot of things i do th- i do see well, things but I've like john says stop watching star wars for the hundredth time or thousandth never, time
2: never stop. i know i don't never don't you dare no so yeah like there's there's about five movies that i've recommended go see some of them you'll, you'll enjoy them
1: <laughs> try to remember who recommended them
2: that's no, okay you can forget who recommended them. just go see them yeah. You said you said you put it on a wish list. So that that's all I care about. All I care yeah, I put is put him on my wish list. Your enjoyment not my recommendation. Yeah. You don't want not my credit. recognition, I don't need the recognition Just go watch yeah. it. <laughs> all right. John. John Brock.
1: I'll never forget his name if I do I'll cost it's he you've got you brock. I brocked it. You brocked, it. It. brocked, brocked it. it again. But we can get right. Shawshank. You can brock it. There's all sorts of things coming out of Brightside Home Theater now always thanks john
2: thank you you want to lead us
1: out what do you want everybody to do
2: go press play press push whatever (laughs) shove shove play (laughs) down your throat
1: there you go that's great hey fred This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.